Bada boom, episode what six? Six now? Man, I'm I'm starting to lose count. Yeah, I uh, think yeah. I think it's six. Feels like a month since we last did it, but it's only been a week. Oh yeah, and what a week it has been. Uh, yes, uh, it has. Yes, it has. Welcome back to Yelling in the Distance podcast. I'm your co-host Adam Mackhart. Joined by me is oh hi this is where I'm you eli. go eli Hello. so eli how have you been yes tired but uh ready to move on um so i guess with this week i haven't done a whole lot aside from working a whole lot but i will say that without disappointment uh i have been playing in the game that everybody's been playing this week um cyberpunk 2077 yep it sure did come out i was one of them naysayers and i've been proved proved wrong yeah we we've uh we even have it like documented that you said it wasn't coming it sh- but I sh- there yeah. it is yeah it, it is out it is there you can buy it physically you can buy it digitally on your steams on your ps4s fives Xbones, X, uh, Xbox, uh, Sex, Stadia, it's all there. Stadia, don't forget Stadia. Stadia is there. on Stadia. It is on Stadia. Well, only like five people have Stadia, so it's okay. But hey, it's there. Um, oh, sure, not for much longer. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, I guess I'll just dive into it. Go for I, it. I uh, so I haven't gotten very far into the game because I don't get to put more than like maybe an hour into it at a time before I'm pulled away to do something else. Mm-hmm. But uh, so far, I I have I'm having fun. Um, I I think I said it before, but I suck at first person games. This game, uh, as much of an RPG as it is, it is also very much a first person shooter. I suck at those. I'm not good. And if you watch me play, it's very clear. Um, yeah. So, you know, you have your stats, your body, your reflex, your tech, intelligence, and cool, right? Those are your key abilities. Yeah. My strategy that I've come up with is I'm not going to play tactically. I'm going to go loud at most every opportunity I have because I suck. So what I've done is I upped my body. As, like, I'm up in my body. That's my key stat. So mm-hmm. I can take hits and just run and gun. There you go. You know, there's isn't there, like, a melee form? Yes. You could just go melee. Yeah, but I suck at that, too. How, how do you suck at melee? It's a... You just mash. Yeah, but, like... Eli, you, you literally to, you just... Get in, so, like, the reason why I suck at first-person shooters is because mm-hmm. I suck at controlling the camera. Uh, I have... Oh, okay. I have... Terrible reflexes. Um, I, I this is my common comparison, but I have the reflex of a uh, of a grandma going back in time. Um, they're that bad. Okay. So like, an enemy runs up to me and starts swinging, and it takes me like a good second to realize, oh, I need to turn the camera. So I start turning the camera left, and then he jukes right. So I'm like, oh shit, I gotta turn right. So I turn right, and then he jukes left. So it's that it's that type of thing. <laughs> um, so I can never like keep up. 
all the while I'm mashing. So if you're so if you're one of my companions looking at me, I'm just <coughs> swinging randomly at the air, left and right, <laughs> as the guy is just juking to the side. Um, it's quite embarrassing, and I'm glad it's in first person, so I can't see uh, myself look like a dumbass. Um, oh, yeah, but we all know. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, without spoiling it, because I won't spoil how far I am. But what I will say is, um, I, I will leave it at this, because I'm not very far in. I'm like probably like four or five hours into the actual plot. Mm-hmm. But I will say this, and it's a common trend throughout like cyberpunk, uh, futuristic, dystopian games. It's never just a milk run. <laughs> it's never just a milk run. It's never just a milk. Good run. old Shadow Run. Oh man, yeah. From it, it, I, I haven't played Cyberpunk. Um, I'm kind of holding myself back from it, mm-hmm. um, and the reasoning why is because you know, with games like this, uh, there's always going to be bugs, and yes. there's, from what I can tell, a lot of bugs. Yes, and I really don't want like a bug to like ruin my like gameplay or playthrough. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. From from my personal experience playing and from what I've seen on the interwebs, there aren't, like, any game-breaking bugs mm-hmm. so far. And they just put a, a patch to yeah. touch up some of it uh, the other day. But it's there's nothing, like, game-breaking. But every now and again, there'll be a little bit of pop-in or the lighting will kind of be fucked. Um, there were some comparisons between console and PC, and it, it kind of, it, unfortunately, it kind of looks like a different game a little bit um just based on the lighting and some of the like the the textures and all that um even the uh like from uh last gen consoles and new gen consoles there yeah. uh, there's a huge uh like difference like from what it's looking like new gen consoles are you know thriving compared to you know older generation PS4 and Xbox uh 1 yeah, uh, yeah, it, it, it's it, there is a huge difference between it. Um, the games are functional on PS4, which is what I'm playing it on. Uh, I've only gotten like I think I, I think the game has crashed on me twice, mm-hmm. um, and that kind of sucks um, because usually when it happens, it's between like cinematic moments where you can't save, uh... so you kind of have to jump back to like the last major cutscene. Mm. Um, but other than that, it's nothing like, there's really? nothing like game breaking. Um, I know that like, cause everybody, everybody's playing it that I know. So I've kind of like been off the grid from most people that I talk to on a regular basis. Cause mm-hmm. I don't really want to spoil myself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, but like, I know that my dad's been playing it and, uh, he was talking about like some of the bugs that he's, he's ran into. Like, lighting and stuff like that. Yeah. But there was actually one time that, like, he was like, alright, he killed killed the guy that he needed to kill. Tried to loot his body. Can't loot the body. Can't finish the quest because he needs to get what's on, what's on the on the corpse. So then it's like, he, yeah. he didn't know what to do. He's kind of like, I, what do I do? So... And I, I guess I don't know if he like rest- redid his save or whatever, but that was what that was like my last conversation with him on on Cyberpunk. 
Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, yeah, there there are some stuff but, like that. I have seen. I have seen a, a couple things like that too. Yeah, there there was a bug that I saw. I think it was Reddit that had it, where like somebody posted was like, you yeah, know, you want guys want to see the uh, uh, Harry Potter uh, Easter egg in cyberpunk oh yeah let's go see it and then uh i don't know if you remember in uh harry potter when they go through like that uh like they just run into the wall and then go into like the uh the wizard area the wizard world you know what i mean for the sake of storytelling sure yeah so they run into it that's in the in the movie and in uh in cyberpunk there's a spot where like the uh cars are going through part of the part of the wall mm-hmm. and then just disappearing and then you see another one try to do the same thing and then just fucking explodes <laughs> it's uh, like what <laughs> yeah. so there's definitely bugs in it but you know the they they are coming out with patches so i'm i am excited about that that they They're are taking hard. care of it yeah, they are definitely it, it, the, hard. The only unfortunate thing about it is that, like, because it, it has been a point of discussion where the game has been in development for a good long time, eight um, years, and, and they've even crunched several times for mm-hmm. a good long time, and the game still comes out like this. And yeah. you could say, and you could uh, word the argument of, you know, they crunched and it still has bugs. Or you could say, you know, like, the bugs, I think, are a result of them being crunched super hard. Mm-hmm. Cause, um, what's it called? The, um, what's the, uh, blah, blah, blah. Studio? C, yeah. CD uh, Project CD Red? CD Project Red. Yeah. yeah, so they were, like, for, in, like, the final stretch of the development, yeah, in the crunch, they were on a required six-day work week. And, like, like yeah. you've, like, you've had happened to you eli mm-hmm. like six day work weeks are no fun yeah so and and like it it it, it, it crushes mm-hmm. like and everyone and we've seen it before in 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 the games industry but we've seen it in general uh in everywhere um these type of things like it only works for so long mm-hmm. because people get tired People get irritable. People just it, it's people get sluggish, um, and when you keep doing it for a long period of time, there's a breaking point. Everyone's breaking point is a di- is in a different spot, but people are breaking. People do break eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, like when I when I was doing it, um, when I was working retail six days a week, not not games, but. Yeah. Um, you know, everyone they were they were like in the beginning it was one of those things it was like, Yeah, we can we can tough it out for a couple weeks. A couple weeks go by and it's like, Alright, we're just doing it because we have to at this point. Then, you know, the next month comes, um, and you know, you start seeing people leave because they don't want they don't want to keep going. Yeah. And uh, even your star your star worker, um, you know, the person who pushes it the hardest who you know always keeps going even he's like slowing down a little bit or he's getting a little irritable one of my one of my uh buddies at work like you you see his his decline into madness 
Yeah. Uh, originally, he was very like laid back and kind of like go with the flow, but like now he he was very irritable or just like you know just quick to like kind of quick to snap at, at, at some smaller things. And it's no fault of his or anybody's, and it was nothing like that escalated majorly. But you can tell like he was getting very annoyed at some minor things a lot sooner. He was nitpicking at a couple things. Yeah. Um, and it's just it's 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 terrible. And like we've we've done the research, we've done the studies. We we know that like crunching and six day work weeks and ten hour shifts, twelve hour shifts, and all that they don't work. At least not for a long time. They don't yeah. work. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, uh, yeah, it's it's not good. It's not good for like worker health, worker me- uh, mentals. You know, it's it's important to like take care of the people who are doing who are making a product for you. You know, from like a from like a corporate perspective. Yes. Like the it's like the idea of just of keeping people under you happy so that they are like willing to go above and beyond for you. Yeah. I think that's that's a important mindset to have, but we unfortunately don't see it very often. Not at all. Or if we do, it's on a very small scale. Yeah. Um, we we've we there there's definitive de facto research that proves one hundred percent without a doubt that improved morale increases production like tenfold, hundredfold. Mm-hmm. If your workers are happy, they will they will die for your company. <laughs> that's that's how it goes. Yeah. If they're like, man, I'm kind of sick, and they're like, hey, man, take a couple days off. You deserve it. It's like, you know what? I do deserve it. Thank I you, do. corporate man. Hey, no problem. Instead of when it's like, hey, man, you were supposed to come in at 11. What's going on? Oh, shit. I'm sorry. My grandma died, and I'm kind of like grieving. And your response is, oh, well. You should have told me sooner so we can accommodate for it. Uh, you like you still have your shift to work out. Oh, okay. Cool, fam. Cool, cool, cool. Good to know that I'm just a fucking body to you. <laughs> oh, man. It's... But, um... Yeah, it's, it's terrible. But, um... I haven't really done a whole lot outside of Cyberpunk. Um, penis. The penis is there. Penis is there. Penis. Is, it a, is it a monster penis? Uh, I did pick them up. Uh, according to r slash uh, small dick problems, <laughs> uh, it, it's a uh, it's their monster penises regardless. Yeah. Uh, and for those who don't know, uh, on on my timeline, I saw a meme. Uh, I don't know if it's real or not. It probably is because it's Reddit. But there was a subreddit called r slash small dick problems, and one of the posts was. Um, was quote just play a little bit of cyberpunk the uh <laughs> the smallest penis option is still over five inches end quote <laughs> um and i describe that statement as well as that entire subreddit if it's real as um a circle jerk of pity <laughs> I th- i'm pretty sure that is a a real subreddit but Reddit has a lot of just random yeah subreddits. Yeah. You know. 
It, it's real. It's okay. Real. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> it's real. Gotta love it. Gotta love Reddit. Gotta love... Hey, man, if you got small dick problems, I'm sorry. Like, that's... You need to, like, find solace in something else, man. <laughs> R slash motion of the ocean. I don't know. Um... 34.1k members. <laughs> you guys, come on. This man. is a community community dedicated to those who have a small penis. A, a circle jerk of pity, ironically enough. Um, <laughs> so you just yeah. been playing uh, Cyberpunk? I've been playing Cyberpunk, and uh, and I've been trying, and I'm gonna be. Uh, and a little bit alternating between other games once I get kind of settled into cyberpunk and doing the damn thing. Um, And like I said, remember, it's never just a simple milk run. There's always shit that goes down. Uh, Whenever, whenever, whenever your crew's like, bro, this is going to be the one. If you have a crew, right? Mm -hmm. You have a crew member and they're like, yeah, man, this is going to be, this is the job. Man, when I get my money, I'm going to go to Costa Rica. You know, like, I'm going to go vacate. I'm going to retire. That person is going to die. <laughs> what? That's not true, Eli. That's and not the true. sad part is, that's usually the best character. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that's fair. Or it's like, yeah, when I get my money, I'm going to go. Oh, this is going to be bitches, coke. I'm going to leave. I'm going to retire. And it's like, yeah, man, you do. you're so endearing. You do that. You, you go do that. And then you do the job, and it doesn't go the way you expect at all. Yeah, that's normally how it goes. It's never just a milk run. Um, but, yeah. Oh, and, uh, and um, if you don't, don't want to play Cyberpunk due to your own reasons against uh, CD Projekt Red, because I know that there's like been a bunch of controversy uh, going on with them over the past week, uh, there are a ton of there are a ton of other uh, cyberpunk esque games. Like you can do uh, Hairbrain Schemes uh, Shadowrun. They got like three games, three Shadowrun yeah. games. They're, they're all really, fun. really fun. They're all they're, good. They're all fun. Yeah, they got the uh, um, the text based. Uh, what's it called? Like they don't have like as much like uh, like voice acting, but it's mostly text based. Yeah, but it's still it's still really fun. Yeah, especially if you're like me and you're not very big into uh, first person. Um, yeah, it's an isometric. It's, just, it's not. It's not your thing. Yeah, the Shaolin games are very are very fun. Hong Kong is the is the newer one and it's the best one. I haven't played uh, Hong Kong yet. Hong Kong is the best one because it, it they improved a lot of mechanics. <laughs> oh really? Uh, yeah. There's a lot of like just um, quality of life stuff that they fixed. Um, and uh, I like the story of it. Yeah, I'm still more. I'm still in the 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 one in Germany. I Dragonfall. Dragonfall. Yeah, I'm still in that one. Dragonfall. Dragonfall is fun. Uh, Dragonfall. I have a couple personal uh, things with, but that but it's really only like one thing. But I love Dragonfall. I love the uh, the team you have in Dragonfall. Yeah, the team is pretty cool. I think of the three. I think the Dragonfall team is my favorite one. In Returns, in the first one, uh, Shadowrun Returns, you don't really have a team. Yeah, you kind of like just get people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're kind of flying solo for most of the game. Yeah. 
You can hire people though. That's a cool part. Yeah, but then it, it's it's kind of closer to like the idea of Shadowrun. Yeah, that is true. But they don't like speak. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just fair. I like my party members to like emote that shit. Hey, emoting's for wimps, Eli. Well, uh, fuck, I don't know Shadowrun lingo. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna you... say like a chud. Uh, emoting's for chuds, but I don't think that's a uh, Shadowrun. Emo's e- uh, emoting is Drek, man. There you go. I don't. Yeah. I don't know Shadowrun. Uh, oh man. I I love Shadowrun. It's like I really loved um playing the tabletop yes. game. It we, is so fun. Our group, our friend group has a very interesting relationship with the tabletop uh, Shadowrun, which is we all want to play it. No one wants to run it. No one wants to host it. Yeah, cuz the one person who wanted to host moved away. Yes. As and then and like so like my fa- like my character was I loved my character so much because I've yeah. I've used them in multiple different like uh, iterations of mm-hmm. Shadowrun, and you know the next time that it shows up I mean or next time we play I mean bet you you bet you can bet yourself that he'll be there because oh my goodness he's so much fun yeah oh. we we uh we I've played I think I've played the tabletop probably like once. I, f- I think that yeah, I think that we have had it, like at least one game. Um. Before. I don't know. I know that I know that you have played it. Yeah. But we like I, that I that I like lo- <laughs> at least once, maybe yeah. like twice at most. Yeah. Um, it, it is super fun. Yeah, it's. I love the setting. Oh yeah, setting same... setting is really good. I would love to run it, but at the same time, I don't think I could do it justice. Because mm-hmm. like I love like I love the those um, world. So for me, I lo- I love running games. Running yeah. games are really fun. I love world building, mm-hmm. but I feel like I'm really bad at making plot, and especially like you know quests if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. like, Shadowrun's whole thing is, like, hey... You're doing runs. Yeah, you're doing runs, and, like, I feel like I wouldn't be able to make good runs. And, like, I know that there's modules out there, but I'm I'm a lazy person, so I haven't, like, looked into them as much. Mm-hmm. And then, like, at the same time, it's like, I want to play Shadowrun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, it, is, it is very fun. Yeah. Um... I, I don't remember which one of us has the the rule book. I know I don't have it. Um, I think I I let my stepdad see it, and then I guess it's just at my uh, my stepdad and mom's house. But I don't know. I honestly, I was know that, that we, was that was that Shadowrun or was that our Starfinder book? Because I know I our Star it, I know we loaned out the Starfinder book and we never saw that again. Did we then? Did we have a, uh, a Shadowrun book? Star- or was that yeah, or- we we had we had a Shadowrun book. We had I think it was the fifth edition Shadowrun book. But I I think or was think, that was that like our I think Rustin that, has it. Yeah, because I think that was his copy. It was him or someone. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But um, but I know we loaned out the Starfinder book, 
and we never saw that again. Super didn't. Because we had we had two we had two in rotation, and that was one that Rustin bought, and that was the one that we both bought. Mm-hmm. And then we loaned out the one that we both bought, and it never came back. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's okay. It is okay. With the power of the internet, we we're able to get all that information anyway. Yeah. So, I, in fact, I think I think Shadowrun came out with like a sixth edition. Since? Uh, I'm honestly not too sure. Let me check. Who the intro with that? Uh, sixth edition. Uh, da, 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 da. It looks like there is a sixth edition. Yeah, sixth world. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, then we'll we'll probably have to try and play that. I, you know, I've been really wanting to, you know, play something, some tabletop. Yeah, I I love. See, I I'm in a similar fa- uh, field with you in terms of like doing missions and all that because I would love to do stuff like that, but I I don't think I have. And this is funny coming from a, a writer, um, but I don't think I have just the. I I'm a very like. How do I say this? I'm not good at making like interesting, you know, mysteries. Mm-hmm. Right, I I am not that great at riddles and puzzles and stuff like that. So I don't think I'd be very good at making them for people to play. Um, they otherwise they'd be very simple. Um, and yeah. I guess it, I guess it's just a matter of like practice, you know, practice and research and all that. But I I was I've just. I, I, that's always why like mystery movies and shows and stuff like that they've always intrigued me because I know I could <laughs> it would take a lot for me to, to come up with something like that on my own like right. um like, like a knives out that movie knives out fucking mind blown because <laughs> like I never would have thought of, of how that movie goes I never would have anticipated or followed along. I'm all I I'm always I'm the guy that's like a step behind rather than being a couple steps forward. You know, I I love mystery movies and stuff like that as well like as well. But mm. I love it like in the sense of like, you know, trying to like I I'm always like trying to figure out things before mm. they're like shown. Like what what was the movie that we watched um all together it was like the last movie that we like all watched that was like a real it showed how smooth most of our group's brains were oh what was it called tenant tenant yeah Yeah. tenant tenant was so fun for me um most and i was really proud of myself because i figured out like what was going on before everybody else did yeah um and I just loved because I was right by Sienta and I got to like rub it in his face that he has a smooth brain. Because, um, you know, you take a little, you take those with a matter of pride. Yeah. Uh, so, because I remember specifically in Tenet, I was trying to figure it out. And there was a moment where, uh, where um, I forgot the names, but the main guy, he looks over at one of the researchers and he asks a question, like a, a vital question to figuring out the mechanics of how this thing works. And she kind of goes, don't worry about it. 
And I look over and I'm like, wait a minute. So is the movie literally telling me to just stop thinking about it? All right, I'll just watch. I'm good. Okay. I, and that I was like I in won't. the first. That was in like the first twenty minutes of the yeah. show. Yeah, and I'm like, you know what? I, I'm done. I won't think about it no more. You're right. You're right. I'll just watch the movie. <laughs> and I didn't. And I did not care for the rest of it. It was great. It was a great movie. Oh, I, loved I just, it. I just stopped thinking. Oh, it was just, great. I just I, love, love listen like because whenever we're we watch a movie together as a group. Um, the, like usually the whether the movie's good or bad, it's like the people that we're right by changes how the movie is. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Because I love like we're watching we're watching Tenet. Uh, and if you haven't seen the show, I'm I'm not sure like where you can watch it, but I'm sure there's a streaming site out there that you can, uh, just with like googling. But you'll find it. Yeah, but Tenet like deals with like time stuff and i just remember like we're watching it and i just and like i just hear trent just uh, yell out is that guy running backwards (laughs) it's like yeah that guy's running back and he's pointing at the screen (laughs) i'm like you're so smooth brain it's so there's so much. Oh my god. There's so much to that movie. Oh, it was but, it was really great. Anyway, bringing it back. Cyberpunk's good. Play it if you want. Uh, play Shadowrun if you don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully they make another one because I love those. I love those Shadowrun games. I would love more. Hopefully. Um, hopefully, 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 or somebody make one. Yeah. Um, Go for it, because 2077 is actually an adaptation of the cyberpunk uh, tabletop game. That's where it comes from. Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. Which I didn't find out till a little bit uh, after the game came out. You know, I I vaguely like remember that, but I didn't realize that. I thought it was like a like a 1997 game. That was like just cyberpunk something. I didn't re- I, th- I didn't realize that it was from a tabletop. So that's really cool. Yeah. It, it is really nice to see, you know, games from like one genre, you know, tabletop genre, the tabletop genre, mm-hmm. be introduced in different like fashions to Absolutely. new audiences. Because I, I love tabletop games. I grew up with them. Mm-hmm. Um. And like seeing games like that, like you know Shadowrun, seeing games like even like Baldur's Gate, uh, the new the new game, Pathfinder, bringing it to Dungeons and Dragons and stuff like that. It's just it's really cool, and mm. I think it like sets a it'll bring more people to those uh, genres and those those hobbies, which I think is really good. Absolutely. You know um, so. I haven't uh, I haven't played Cyberpunk this week, right? But what I have been playing is another uh, first person RPG game Ooh. that actually, I, that's really really fun, and I know you've heard of it, mm-hmm. and it's called Outer Worlds. Yes. So I this game's been out for a little bit. I don't know exactly when it came out, but wasn't it this year or last year? 
uh, fairly new, but... Before I speak, I will Google it. So I don't, like, right. make it an, an ass of myself yet again. Right. But, for if you don't know came what out Outer Worlds... Came out last year? Late last but year. If, October last year. October last So it's been about a year. Yeah. So if you don't know, like, Outer Worlds, it's like that. It's a... Um, a game by the same people who did what Fallout New Vegas, or like yeah. the some of the it's, devs and stuff. Yeah, it's by uh, Obsidian Entertainment. They did New Vegas, um, a bunch of they have, they have a, a huge catalog of games. Mm-hmm. And it it is a a fun first person RPG game that if you like the Fallout New Vegas style of game, you'll love uh, Outer Worlds. And so, oh, oh well, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Well, I I st- I started the playthrough. I started a new playthrough. I had like I was in like halfway through the game uh, before I dropped it, and I forgot everything that happened. So I started a new playthrough. Started this week, and I finished the the playthrough two hours ago, and it has been a fun ride. Oh my goodness, it's been so much fun. So that actually reminds me of a good point mm-hmm. uh, to bring up, and it's, it's a neat comparison between Cyberpunk and uh, and the, a game like Outer Worlds that deal with capitalism mm-hmm. and the dangers of late stage capitalism um, in settings like Shadowrun, uh, Cyberpunk, games like that, where it's the dystopian future where the corporations basically become the nations. Um, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's a those games are very like blatantly anti-capitalism. Mm-hmm. It's like fuck the corpse, fuck you, suit and tie wearing bastards, all that good stuff. Cyberpunk is in a very Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven is in a very interesting spot in that regard, right? Yeah. So while you do stick it to the man and you know you do say uh fuck the corpse fuck you suit and tie wearing assholes and all that good stuff there are a couple points of contingency that kind of contradict that outlook so like there's a bunch of side there's a bunch of side content right mm-hmm. um where you're helping the police Hmm. Um, and you're doing stuff with the police, helping the police catch the bad guys, um, and stuff like that. And I know, and it wasn't like a huge uproar. It was just kind of one of those, um, side conversations basically, but it was very interesting to note, to look at that, like, especially in this day and age, in this current, um, environment, um, you know, you look at it, and it's like, this is supposed to be a game of, really, about rebellion against the man. Right. That's what the, that's what the setting is, you know, fuck capitalism, fuck the establishment, fuck all that. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're not, if you're not for total anarchy, you're damn well near it, basically. Or there's, there's like one thing pushing you from, you know, getting to that point, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's very interesting how, and, and uh, how you do, to get your street cred quote-unquote you do have to like help the police catch some bad guys or you know help the police uh kill some rogue cops but then you find out that these rogue cops aren't actually rogue they're just doing the right thing 
and it's and the rules dictate it dictate it as bad so you have to put them down yeah it's 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 usually like those like behind the scenes things that you kind of like find out later you know what i mean yeah yeah it's it's uh, I again, I haven't played Cyberpunk, but I don't doubt that there's stuff like that in the game, and it so, is. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, it's, just, it's just interesting to look at, and like my with my with my views and how I look at things, it is one point of annoyance, a little bit, to where I constantly have like a police officer coming into my ear saying, "Hey, hey, hey." This person stole something from a corp. Kill him and bring it back. But I don't want to. Oh, you get no money. I do like money. I do like money. Alright. But then but isn't that like the isn't that the society though? And that's like what they're trying to like, you know you know, that's, that's the true. idea of Night City. Yeah. Like money does rule everything in a capitalist society. Yes. And whenever you have a um Oh, there was a little bit of thunder. Uh, but, sorry. Whenever you do have a, you know, an entity like a corporation that is, that holds so much power in a society, mm-hmm. while also its main goal is, you know, wealth accumulation, mm-hmm. like, it's it's going to trickle down through, like, the rest of the society. Where then you like, hey, I want you to go kill this guy. Why? He said he didn't like my tie. Well, that sounds dumb. I'll give you money. Sounds good to me, man. <laughs> you so, know what I mean? Yes, and that that is true. But my, I think the point of contingency is that like it's not it's it's not very optional for your approach, right? Mm. So it'd be it'd be different if you if they're like, hey, go kill this guy and bring the thing back. And you're like, bet. So you go up to that guy, and he's like, whoa there, man. This is actually my thing, and I'll, I'll pay you more money to let me go. Hmm. And it's like, all right, cool. Get out of here. But no, you kind of have to go up, bang, 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 get the stuff back, and then there you go. And there's your street cred. And you get street cred for it. Huh. Uh, so, so so what you're saying because uh, again haven't played it so i don't know like exactly the spot but you're saying that like you you didn't really get that like feeling of choice almost in that like instance yes in those mm. particular instances it feels like there's not much choice in 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 you know going about it um hmm. interesting because it is because it is like it this is late stage capitalism like uh well this is late stage capitalism. The outer worlds is uh, is final boss capitalism. <laughs> it super is, man. Oh, it super is. And so it's very interesting how the outer worlds is like a mockumentary of like what capitalism will eventually become at its current state, uh, at its current rate, um, where it's just outrageous. Where planets are corporations. And where like this, or like this is small scale stuff, or like corporations become basically nations. But this oh, is like yeah, no. planets, like mm-hmm. more, like full frontal, like um, what's it called? Just total control. Yes, total control. How the um, because you know 
how like the the lore behind like Halcyon and the Halcyon Center and all that is basically um, Earth was like, hey, those look like they're inhabitable planets. We'll sell the rights to claim those planets to whoever's like the highest bidder. So then, like this group, this group of ten uh, corporations got together, bought the bought the sector, and then just moved over there, and just declared it a declared it their uh, that colony. And so then they create the board and all this stuff, and oh my goodness, like the blatant. You know, it, it it is definitely has that that anti capitalist uh you know feel as you're playing the game because like you're looking at it from, you know, you have your personal perspective if you're living in a first world country, um like uh the U S and stuff like that, where it's like oh that's that sounds weird, I have to pay to have a gravesite, like I have to like pay for. The, like there's there's one um what's it called quest side quest i think and i know the one you're talking about yeah and uh you you go up to this random person working um because you have to go and you know collect money uh because people aren't paying their their gravesite taxes mm-hmm. so you go up and you start talking to her and she's like yeah i'm i'm not paying for myself i already paid mine i have to pay for my uh my closest relative the person who died I have to, uh, and I'm their closest relative. And like, you're talking to her and she's like super like, just like agitated about it. It's like, you know, that's, that doesn't sound, you know, good. Like you're talking like that about like your family member who died. Oh no, we weren't family members. I barely knew the guy. What? Yeah, no, I was the person who found the body. So therefore, I am his close, the closest relative to him. Yeah, I, I'm, I am his closest relative to his body, so I have to pay for his gravesite. That's so fucked up, man. <laughs> yeah, that I is... remember that one. Oh, man. And it's so funny, because I, I failed that quest, so I just got all their money. Oh. <laughs> I just took it. Oh, uh, but uh, I do find it interesting, like, what you described whenever you were talking about, like, you know, working for the, the cops in, like, cyber cyberpunk mm-hmm. is, like, there there are those moments in um, the outer world where it's like, hey, go, gil- go kill this guy. I'll give you, I'll pay you. All right, cool. And then you go to that person and you're, li- and you're like, hey, I'm going to kill you. It's like, whoa, wait a minute. I'll give you my ring. As uh, showing that you killed me. And you just let me go. Because there's really no reason to kill me. Cool. Take his money. You go back. Go to uh, uh, the person. Give him the ring. They're like, cool. Here's some more money. I was like, hey, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> I do like money. Yeah. And, you know, it was, it was really fun playing Outer Worlds. Um, I... I played a, um, <laughs> I did a, a different run than I normally do, um, but it is really fun in, you know, a RPG game whenever you can, like, whenever you're in, like, character creation. Yeah. And uh, you can change, like, you know, you pick, like, what you're good at, what you're bad at, stuff like that, right? Yeah. So, 
I gave myself the lowest amount of intelligence, mm-hmm. which unlocks the dumb dialogue option. And man, the dumb dialogue option is one of the best things in that mm-hmm. game. Because, like, I love just, like, whenever someone's using a metaphor... When I'm talking to, like, a priest and they're using metaphors to explain, like, their their religion and I'm taking their metaphors completely seriously, like, all literally, and then they just have to stop and just go, you know what, I don't want to talk to a fence. Um hey here's a ball and i just get a ball into my inventory (laughs) gg it was so fun um and i even like got what's it called like there's there's a dumb option at the end of the game that uh changes like the uh like little outro that they have of like all the stuff that you've done in the game and Mm -hmm. oh man the i don't know if you'll play but like a little spoiler, but it's funny for me is like at the end, like you go through this huge adventure, saving everything. And at the end, the um, guy asks you, like, will you help us? And the dumb option is like, what? I wasn't listening. I was just wanting to get some ice cream. Uh. And so then like it goes through like everything that happens. And then the little outro, it's like, yeah. As you uh, you left everybody to their own devices, you left him to take control or to uh, save the uh, colony by your, by himself. As you sit there with your ice cold, and it does a little spiel of uh, an ice cream cone. <laughs> you 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 contemplate to yourself all the tribulations, the hard work, all the the sorrow, and all that led to this very moment. And you're satisfied. I was like, that's that's some good that's some good shit right there. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and like it was it was funny because like I, I took the dumb option and then like I gave myself like super strength and stuff like that, right? And I just went for a melee build. And so I found you, So you went so you could say you went full himbo, right? Oh super. Well, I was I, I was female. And I played Jazz, okay. who's who's the I named her after the character in our um, our Wasteland game. Yeah, uh, who's our impeccable leader. Yeah, and yet uh, it was super fun until like I found a science weapon that was a two-handed hammer, mm-hmm. and it got me thinking. I was like, this is a really cool weapon because what the weapon did was whenever you swing it it would change, like, the type of damage it did. Like, every after every swing. So, like, it would start at, like, normal, and then it would go to shocking or corrosive or whatever. Right. Which was really cool. I thought that was a really cool, like, concept. I was like, you know what? This is my endgame weapon. This is what I'm going to use for the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, how do I make it do more damage? Oh, science weapons, They do you do more damage with science weapons with a higher science. So I diverted all of my, all of my skill points to just going straight into science. Oh, Lord. <laughs> so I was, a, I, had the, I was a dumb character with the maximum science. And there was, a, there was a moment that made me laugh the most 
was uh, I was doing some random thing for a guy, for a scientist, getting secrets from his like abandoned lab or whatever. And I went in, I found his terminal, and I was trying to get like his experiments. And it gave me the dumb option. And while I was playing, I took every dumb option I could because they were funny. And like the f- first dumb option was you press the button. Second dumb uh, dumb option, press the other button. Third dumb option, which would only happen if you had 50 or 60 science, was do the thing with the thingies. So mm. I did the thing with the thingies and it, and I got what I needed. It was it was perfect. It was great. It was, it was a fun game. Highly suggest it. Yeah, absolutely. Oh man. It won a ton of awards. So super did um other things that i've done this week um i started watching the community again yeah yeah um i think i talked about it a little bit last uh last week yeah you're watching it with you with your cousin yeah so we just finished um season two yesterday Mm -hmm. and started on season three and it, it's really interesting, you know, watching it with different people, yeah, um, and seeing like you know their reactions because yeah. like I I'm reacting the exact same to like the jokes that mm-hmm. I did before, uh, but it's just funny just watching like what they what other people, um, what they take from it, yeah, because uh, my cousin Tyler his favorite character is uh, the monkey. That shows up. <laughs> uh, Annie's boobs. Yeah, he. That's his favorite character. Mo- and like, it show he showed up, and I I told him at the very beginning, I was like, "Hey, characters that you see, they will show up again. So yes. hey, remember names." Uh, <laughs> and um, <laughs> every episode, I just hear from Tyler is like, "Is Annie boobs gonna be in this episode?" And then what he is, he goes hog wild. He's so fucking happy. It's so funny. They get so much mileage out of fucking Annie's boobs. It's not even funny. (laughs) So, oh my goodness. And like his favorite character, like that's not you know an animal, is um, Chang, which I guess is technically you know another animal. Yes, Um, Chang is a (laughs) Chang is a creature. (laughs) He is a creature. Oh, but he, he, whenever Chang's on the screen, he is so much happier. Yeah. It's it's so funny. I can't wait for him to get to like the like was it season three or four where Chang like does the most. <laughs> yeah, when he's like, oh man, oh, when he dictates the school basically. <laughs> it's so good. I'm I'm really excited to see how that happens. He actually didn't really care for um, like the paintball uh, episodes as much as I thought he really? would. Really, the paintball episodes are, f- are some of the best. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, he, I don't know. He didn't really like emote that much to him mm-hmm. uh, until like Chang was on the screen. <laughs> until Chang and, did something. Yeah, I love, I love the like just watching it again, just seeing like how dumb Chang is. Like in season two's uh, paintball scenes or paintball uh, show, what's it called? TV paintball episodes. Match. Yeah, when they have the the part twos. Yeah. 
or the two parts. Mm-hmm. I just love like Chang just going, huh, we're out of bullets. Yeah. And the math club's attacking us. Yeah. Hey, math club, are you Asians? That's a little racist. That's not a no. Jumps over. <laughs> hey, he's out of bullets. I'm joining you guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, though, because that was the one where Chang just kept switching sides. And they were yeah, like, super. And he's just yeah. running around. He gets put in a straight jacket. He's yeah. blindfolded, just running around. He's like, hey, is that an alliance out there? Can I join you? I'm really loyal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Oh, man. They did some really good stuff. That was fun. Oh, yeah. He actually, the thing that like kind of shocked me the most, though, was mm-hmm. he hated the, uh, the claymation episode. Really? Yeah, he absolutely hated it. And the reason why was because, like, I guess or he didn't like that art style. Uh, okay. I guess he just he doesn't like um, like claymation and stuff like that. So it it was just it was shocking to me because that's like one of my favorite episodes. Yeah. Because uh, it has it's like it's you know really well done in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But you know it it shocked me there. Well, there um, you go. But you know we've also been uh, what's it called because my my sleeping schedule is so screwed up. Um, because from working overnights for like a good year, um, you know, I'm still on that routine. So mm-hmm. we watch all our shows like from 12 at night to five in the morning. Mm. Right. And, you know, we, we order food because as we're watching, you know, both of us are get hungry. Yeah. And this past week, he's just been having the worst luck with like ordering food and stuff like he's always the one that they screw up their food or his food mm-hmm. or that they like just forget his stuff it's usually that they forget his stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> so Does like he order like complicated stuff no it's like hey i want to get a drink with my burger and fries um so they didn't send you a drink <laughs> gg so because like i'm the one who has like complicated food and it's not even complicated. It's just like, I don't want sauce. That's really all that I don't want. Mm-hmm. But it's just, it's super funny. I make I make jokes that it's probably karma. But... Probably. <laughs> oh, man. But it's, it, it has been interesting because like, I, because this past week, like I've been, you know, I haven't, I, I don't have a job at the moment um that like i've been spending a lot more time with my family mm-hmm. and it's just like those those moments with each other that you know are endearing a little bit to me like i think a couple days ago um i uh <laughs> i went upstairs to uh talk to tyler and then i noticed something and i was trying to get his attention to note to like come and look at it to like see if i was going crazy or not yeah and he was playing wow and he was in a ray and he's like no i was like it'll take you five seconds you're stopped and not doing anything right now it's like no i'm not going over there you can wait so i waited and i annoyed him the entire time in good old adam fashion uh because it got to a point because it got yeah it got to a point where it's like if i leave i'm i i'm losing so I just stubborned it out. I ordered food. 
<laughs> and I waited for him. It was a good 40 minutes. You anger me. <laughs> like I went, like I ordered I ordered Chipotle and the Chipotle guy showed up so I ran down and I can hear as I'm leaving I can hear a sigh of relief from Tyler. So that means I have to come back. And so I got my food and I ran back and all I hear as I'm running up is like don't tell me you got your fucking food and coming back up here. Yeah. Oh, it was great. I I'm loved it so much. Getting secondhand annoyance from you just describing it. It's <laughs> yeah, terrible. no, I was, I was super pissing him off. It was great because I, oh, it was greatness. Oh, <sighs> it was greatness. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, no, that's that's basically been my week. Well, all right then. Yeah. Well, a lot happened over the last uh, over the last week. Oh yeah, for sure. Um. I guess, I guess we can start with the on with the ever going Nintendo saga. Okay. Uh, so a couple weeks ago, we talked about how we kind of we kind of brushed through it, but we talked about how Nintendo had canceled a an online uh, melee tournament. Mm-hmm. Right, because they were using the the what was it the Slippy, which was basically letting them play melee online right um and we talked a little bit about how that, that was bullshit you know they shouldn't have done that yeah um and it's just it's not it's not good for nintendo's pr for them to do that mm-hmm. well the saga continued oh no uh it continued super hard and nintendo is doubling the fuck down like i've never seen before in my life Uh, and nintendo once again reminds us that despite the fact that they make bomb ass games they are a soulless corporation that does not give a damn about you um so so after uh if i'm getting it right after nintendo had canceled um the tournament Mm-hmm. Uh, there was quite a bit of uproar. There was the free melee hashtag um, that was going around. It was trending. A lot of people were talking about it. So, mm-hmm. come a Splatoon 2 tournament. Yes. Okay. Uh, this was, I believe, an official uh, Nintendo-sponsored tourney of Splatoon 2. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, in, in an act of protest, in an act of defiance... Um, the North American teams decided to change their names, not their team names, but their usernames, basically, to Free Melee, uh, Melee, all that good stuff. Basically, things to support the hashtag and the movement. Right. So Nintendo decided that they weren't going to broadcast the tournament. <laughs> Effectively what? canceling the tournament. Oh my goodness. Um, so, in wow. an act of defiance... And a huge middle finger to Nintendo. The all the players decided to host their own independent tournament, raise money. I think they raised like twenty one thousand dollars to help mm-hmm. support. No, they they raised twenty one thousand dollars for the pot for the for the uh, for the grand prize pot. Yeah. Um, but they managed to raise more money to help the movement for the free melee, and in the end, they won. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah, so and it, so it wasn't it wasn't that bad. Yeah, these but, kind of stories don't normally have a uh, 
you know, a happy ending in that sense. Yeah. Um, but, and then, and then, and then the icing on the cake. Mm-hmm. Um, um, if, if, for those who didn't know, um, Etika, uh, had passed away, um, uh, a while ago. And, uh, was in, it last in, year? Yes. Mm-hmm. And in memoriam, uh, there was a, there was a, uh, in, in, in his community, he had something called the Joy-Con Boys. Um, he was a huge Nintendo fan. And he called his group the the Joy-Con Boys. Um, and in memem- in uh, memoriam for his passing, they there was uh, they decided to um, there was people who decided to make uh, Joy-Con Joy-Con Boy shells for Joy-Cons um, mm-hmm. and use that money to give it to um, uh, mental health you know places that help with that sort of thing. And Nintendo. Uh, well, the story went, at first, the story went, uh, Nintendo slapped them with a huge DMCA, cease and desist, stop that shit. But then it was clarified that they didn't tell them to just stop all right, outright, they just need to stop calling it Joy, they just need to take Joy-Con out the title. Um, which is still, still a little fucked up, but, yeah. but, um, this past week, Nintendo has been showing their, their true colors. Essentially, I mean, not they're doing what any company does, what any corporation does, right? Um, which they, they don't give a fuck. Um, and the, the disappointing thing is that they're they're doing the straw man shit for a game that came out like what two thousand and two, two thousand. What like hold on. Okay. I'm tr- I'm looking up the date for when Melee oh, came out. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Melee 2001. came out. 2001. 2001, yeah. Yeah, November November 21st, 2001. Mhm. Uh and so it's like what like what 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 like why? It's like what <laughs> do you be- gain out of it, you know what I mean? Do you want people to play Ultimate that badly that you just want us all to forget Melee existed? I understand that, you know, Sakurai has this kind of thing against Melee. Uh, I do yeah, too. But... Don't worry. But, like, just... It's ridiculous. I mean, ju- just because, like... Like, yeah, like, I can understand, like, you know, Melee has, like, its, you know, faults. But, I mean, there's still, like, a, a thriving, you know, player base that enjoys the game. Yeah. It's like, why are you trying to, like, you know, hurt that? And there were people who were like, man, if it, if it comes, some people were like taking pictures of their melee copy and like, I paid for my copy, you know what I mean? Like this, this is mine. I'm not pirating. I'm not. This is my copy. Um, mm-hmm. You know, just just let us let us play the game. Yeah. Um, and, and it's it's ridiculous. And so, there, uh, and going on the timeline. There was, uh, there was, you know, free Melee, people were uproared about Melee, and then, and then, Nintendo of America, I believe it was Nintendo of America, put out a tweet that said, hey guys, keep your eyes open for the Game Awards, we're gonna be revealing the next character! And then the script flipped. Everyone was like, yo, Nintendo's the best. Nintendo, I love Nintendo. <laughs> Nintendo, put that dick deeper in my mouth. I love Smash Brothers, but the new one, not the old one. 
Oh yeah, I'll fondle the balls for you. <laughs> and who's this new character, Eli? <laughs> we'll get to that. Oh, okay. Um. So yeah, Game Awards came. Um, and they kind of like almost immediately went to it, and they revealed the new character. Woe and behold. It is the original anime swordsman, the anime swordsman, Mr. Dark, edgy, and beautiful, the one-winged angel himself, Sephiroth from Final Fantasy VII. Oh, hey, I like I like Nintendo now. Hey. And thus, the fr- hashtag free melee dissolved. Well, yeah, Sephiroth's not in melee. <laughs> 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 I can't play some brother melee. What? Yeah, uh, like what? What do you do with your what life? What do I need melee for? <laughs> Bye. So, so yes, at the Game Awards, they t- they re- Nintendo revealed that Sephiroth is now in um, Smash Brothers in Ultimate. He he is the next DLC character in the Second Fighter Pass for Ultimate. Uh, personally, it's not my pick. But I'm not one of those people who are like, I don't, I'm not one of those people who get all butt hurt because their character's not in. I don't really care for Seth Faroff being here uh, because I don't have that connection with him. But Uh, I still think he's cool. I'm happy because now I have something to play against Steve. That's Um, literally all I care about. Going through his, his, like, the little bits of gameplay, it looks like his fucking reach is gonna be insane oh probably he's probably Holy gonna be cl- shit dude he's probably gonna be like on the level of like belmonts in the, yeah. in the level of uh you know range <laughs> I, dude, i'm honestly range interested is stupid it, it looks like we because we haven't gotten like you know the analysis yet the deep dive yet yeah um but just from the little bits that we saw in his trailer Holy shit. Um, and speaking of his trailer, his trailer is really good. Um, for, yeah. uh, for, for though, I, I don't know if you caught it. Cause I, I, don't I think, think I actually, I think I looked at it. No, I'm talking about the, the, so they, what they did was they reenacted, uh, Advent children. Oh no, I didn't see that then. So the scene where Mario gets stabbed and he's dangling there, mm-hmm. that is nearly a shot for shot remake of advent children when cloud was stabbed and he was just dangling there huh. uh, that's why people freaked out we're like mario's dead <laughs> <laughs> uh but they did the close-up to his overalls and he got super close uh which i thought i thought that was very funny hey um, ridley killed him though yes <laughs> um the trailer the trailer i think was really good uh, i don't i don't care for sephiroth but i love that trailer uh, I think that was a very strong like reveal. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I feel bad for Mario because it seems that for every tra- trailer of a new character, he gets his ass like destroyed. Um, with I mean, Ridley, he's kind of ass died. in uh, <laughs> Ultimate. Not gonna lie. Yeah, with Ridley, yeah. he died. With uh, Steve, he blew up. Um, in this case, <laughs> he got he nearly died. He, got, he almost got stabbed. Yeah, uh, straight through. Because uh, uh, I I played a lot of Mario in Super Smash Four, uh, I really enjoyed his playstyle. Yeah, 
but they changed you know a decent amount between super smash 4 and ultimate mm-hmm. with his kit and it just doesn't feel good anymore mm-hmm. like like there's like what's it called like they took out um you know, my favorite combo, which no one likes, but is my favorite, where you grab them, down throw, up B, or not up B, down throw, uh, up tilt, up tilt, up tilt, up tilt, up tilt, until, like, they start going up, and then you just follow them up with a uh, jump up, da- or uh, <laughs> what's it called? Uh, up air, a uh, jump up air, and then uh, up B. It was super mm. fun. I enjoyed that a lot. But they took that out, and then, like, his... Uh, what's it called? His fair just doesn't feel good at all. Mm. I don't know. It, it's just my personal feeling. Yeah. But I'm I'm interested to see Sephiroth though. I think yeah, it's gonna be really I, fun. I think it's gonna be great. And I love the I love the memes. And I love the artwork of just <laughs> Sephiroth, uh, not Sephiroth of Cloud and Samus, just kind of lamenting over their villains. They're tra- uh, they're traumatic villains being <laughs> in the game now, and yeah. uh, one thing to note, uh, one thing to note that someone brought up that I thought was very interesting: Sephiroth wasn't invited. He didn't get the envelope. He just showed up. Ooh, that's cool. Uh, because he wanted to be a dick to Cloud. <laughs> sounds like Sephiroth. Every every uh every character gets the envelope. We're we they usually show them getting the envelope or you know getting invited somehow. Sephiroth just decided, "Oh hey, Cloud's over there. Guess I'm going over there." I guess I'm going to change all my plans so I can be closer to Cloud. Yeah. yeah. I will never right. be, I will never be just a memory. Ooh. Ooh. Um so yeah, I think the trailer is very strong. Uh, they did really well. Um, and speaking of the Game Awards, the Game Awards happened, and we hey, got Eli. and we all lost shit. What? Before we get to that, what time is it, Eli? Oh yeah, it's ad time. Ad time. Ad time. Wasn't that a great ad? I love it. You should invest in ad to not only support us. But to support yourselves, because this is the holiday. So, please, go get whatever the ad told you to get. Do that. Oh, and yeah. tell them you got it from us. From yeah, the tell yelling them Raid the Shadow group. Legends. <laughs> yeah, or, or if it's insurance. It might be like uh, like uh, State Farm. Hey, you know what? It's the holidays. Sometimes you need that insurance. Yes. Anyway, Game Awards. Okay, so what do you want to go over first? The, the 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 game news or the or who won who won well stuff? let's let's go over game news and then we'll we'll work up to let's go from okay. f- beginning to the end uh well i mean well you know what all i mean kinda, you know what i mean in, in, in there together. Yes. but that's okay jello so first and foremost uh so er, la, uh, a couple weeks ago or on the uh, earlier episode we talked about how um uh, Master Chief was going to be in Fortnite. Yeah, he's in Fortnite. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's, he's in Fortnite. He's there. He's uh, there. He's the leaks, right. The he... Leaks came. <laughs> leaks came. Leaks were right. Yeah. He's he's going to be fighting the the forts right right by Kratos. And I'm all, so happy. And all of them and all of the Avengers. And all of them. I'm so excited. <laughs> Yay. Um, uh, here's something for you. 
they had a, a, a little announcement trailer for the first sign of a, of a new Mass Effect game. Ooh, I think we yeah. actually talked about, like, the a leak or something earlier in an earlier episode. There were some rumblings, some yeah, rumblings rumors, and tumblings yeah. and rumors and leaks, I think leaks, of, uh, of some uh, Mass Effect. But yes, now we got a truce, uh, we got confirmation and, uh, and a trailer. Of a new Mass Effect thing happening. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, I actually did watch it. Oh. Um, yeah, I actually got from under my um, uh, my rock that I, uh, I love to uh, live under. Finally. Yeah. Um, and it, like, one of the characters, or like the, you know, it's, it's obviously a teaser. Like, we don't know for sure. Yeah. But one of the characters, or the person that's, like, at the very end of it, looks like someone that was on like the um what's it called the crew with massive and the mass effect like shepherd era with uh so, with mr mass effect yeah with mr master mass effect with uh shepherd cool, cool, cool. so i'm i'm interested to see what they got cool, cool, cool. um <laughs> so going through it i don't know if we have any interest in these things but please, but do stop me if you if okay. something does stick out um evil dead is the game that got announced. Okay. Um, Evil Dead the game. Um, it's got first trailer. Ash and his friends return to video games in 2021. Um, hmm. Outriders has a release date. As well as the trailer. Okay. It'll be coming out February 2nd, 2021. Oh, okay. Super which, Meat... Which, what, what, what? which Outriders is it? Or did they have... The new one? I don't know. Oh, you know, I'm thinking of Dark Riders or Dark Striders, right? Yeah, I think it's maybe oh. Dark Siders. Never mind. I have no idea what I'm talking about. All anyway, right. continuing. Yeah. Uh, Super Meat Boy Forever got a uh, got a launch day trailer. Super Meat Boy Forever Meatball. Yeah. Okay. You know what Super Meat Boy is, right? Yeah, I know of it. I I've never played it, but I know of it. Oh, okay. Its sequel game uh, will be twenty the December twenty third of this year. Oh hey, ten days from now. Cool, cool, cool. cool. Ten days of when we recorded this, rather. Um. Yeah. Oh here here's something that uh <laughs> that got a lot of buzz. Um. Arc two got announced. <laughs> Um, not only did it get announced, but motherfucking Vin Diesel was in the, was in the, the, the trailer for it. Uh, I love the, like, still that I have of that, of that, like, announcement. I just love Vin Diesel just looking down at this person and it's just, just in, like, you know, arc gear. Yeah. So I didn't know I didn't know I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Uh I w- I I saw it and I saw the chat the chat go wild saying it was Turok. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, that would have been cool. And then Ark came up and it was like, "Oh." Oh. So, but Vin Diesel was there, which is very cool at least for Vin Diesel because Vin Diesel is is a huge nerd. Um, he is he's, super. He's talked a lot about playing video games. He plays D anD. d It's very cool. 
So good for him. Um, oh yeah. No. Cool for Ark. I, I've never played Ark. I don't have any history with Ark. I I used to play Ark back when it was still like early access. What? Mm-hmm. It was back when I was still in high school. And like I, I would come over because I, I, at the time I didn't even have like a computer that could run it. Right. So I would play like on my dad's computer. Yeah. It was like during in during the summer. That's what I remember. So like I played Ark by myself. Yeah. Because my dad still played it, and he'd play during the evenings when he was at work. So and we were like on the same server. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember playing that game alone and i got burnt out really fast um mostly because i remember there was a time there's like because you can train dinosaurs and tame dinosaurs and stuff like that right Mm -hmm. um and i spent probably seven hours taming one dinosaur and all i could really do was wait i would like fill it up with narcotics to keep it asleep. Okay. And then I just funneled food into its mouth. Cuz that's how the, that's how the game works. That's how it does. Is okay. you knock you knock the 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 um what's it called? The dinosaur out, usually trying not to get yourself killed. Mm-hmm. Because uh, you know, guess what? Dinosaurs have teeth and teeth hurt. So you you get the dinosaur knocked out by chunking a whole bunch of rocks at it. It's like, cool, got him now. All right, now I need to start taming him. So here's all this meat, and you just start shoving it down its mouth until it's like, hey, I like you. And that stupid fucking dinosaur... Ate so much meat, I had to go and hunt while it was still doing, still like eating. I had hundreds and hundreds of meat stacks, mm-hmm. and then it would go through my narcotics so fast. It took seven hours to get that fucking dinosaur under under wraps under my control, and then like as I'm like taking my little group of dinosaurs to protect me, and I take them back to. Um, What's it called? To camp. Uh, my game crashes while I'm underwater and I and all my dinosaurs die because they're <laughs> fucking dumb and we're like... Hey, and I had them on passive or for whatever reason uh, and piranhas came out of nowhere ate them all. Nice. I hated that game after that. Well, <laughs> uh, you'll have a second chance uh, with Vin Diesel at your side. Hey, you know Arc what? Two. I'll try it. I'll try it. Uh, and while you're playing Arc 2, you can watch the Arc animated series that was also revealed after the Arc 2 trailer. What? Yeah, we're getting the Arc series. Animated okay. series. Cool, 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 cool. Cool, cool, cool. Um, moving down. Uh, the Crimson Desert is a game that got a trailer. Look, it looked pretty cool. I don't remember uh, the trailer. I have to look back at it, but I remember it was, it was pretty all right. Um, there's the new roguelike, rogue light, sorry, tactical game, Endless Dungeon, that's coming to uh, PC and consoles. Oh, it's coming to Endless Dungeon is already a game. Is it Endless Dungeon Two? 
Oh no, Dungeon of the Endless is yes. the one I'm talking thinking yes. of. Endless this Dungeon. Is a, this is a sequel game that is called Endless Dungeon. Huh. Yes. Yes, because I, I remember seeing the confusion too. Because there's Dungeon of the Endless. That's the name, right? Yeah, Dungeon of the Endless. Yes. And now there is Endless Dungeon. Ooh, okay. Okay, um, I'm down. Oh, this actually looks really nice. I'm looking at, like, it's on it's on Steam. Like, there's a Steam page for it. Right. Um, and I'm just looking at, like, the, just, like, the still pictures. Mm-hmm. So, I love the Endless Universe. Yes. It is super fun, uh, and it's super well done. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you ever played uh, Endless Legends. I did not, no. You did not play Endless Legends. Nope. Um, so, that game was... Uh, I know you're not really into 4X games or 4X Grand Strategy games. Nope. Um, and for those who don't know what a 4X strategy game is, the four X's of explore, expand, exploit, and exterminate. And, um, Endless Legends is based, is like a, a storytelling 4X game, uh, similar to like Stellaris and stuff like that, where, but it's in like a, um, you know, a fantasy setting. And it's just it was a re- it's a really cool, uh, really well done um, game. Mm-hmm. And so and then dungeon or dungeon of the endless is based in like the same universe, but in like a more uh, modern slash like you know sci fi uh, setting. That's a a, a roguelite. Um, so it is is really cool to see that game getting a sequel. I'm actually super interested. Yeah. So, that's happening. Uh, it looked good. It, the trailer looked good. Mm-hmm. Um, Disco Elysium, the final cut, is coming back, this time, to PS5, Switch, and the Xbox. Cool. It's getting ported up. I I still need to finish it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it it's a It's a great game. There, it, there is a lot of like text, but it's it's a great story. Mm. But I, I like for me, I have to be in the mood uh, to play one of those kind of games because it's got like that same like you know storytelling as like as we talked about like in Shadowrun. Mm-hmm. But in Disco Elysium, there's not really like too much. There's not really like combat, at least from what I've seen. I've also uh, full disclosure, I haven't really gotten that far into the game. So right. there might be like gun uh, violence and stuff like that, or fighting. But mm-hmm. from what I've seen and from what how like I've looked at like you know character progression and stuff like that, there's not really like hey you get like action points or whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All right. So, but they have really interesting um, what's it called uh, skills. Like was it uh, like you have like you know intuition right and you can level it up but if you level it up too much then you might get moments where like you know you have like a like you see like a book and you start having all these ideas but they actually mean nothing it's just it's you're literally just having an idea of of nothing 
and it has no no reason to be there and it does nothing for you the story or whatever it's just there um or like uh you could be like a really creative person and like you look at like a potted plant and then you just have like this whole fantasy with that potted plant has nothing to do with the story it's interesting it's a really cool and well done game it's i think it won some awards didn't it it won quite a few yes yeah so Um, that's cool yeah so moving down next uh dragon age four we we get all it's called just dragon age um okay but we have a title uh, that, which is just Dragon Age, and we got a little bit, a little bit of a look at it. Uh, we know nothing about it, um, aside from the title, and a little bit of, you know, bite-sized footage we got. But hey, it's real, it's happening, it's confirmed, without, without uh, beyond shadow of a doubt. So, yeah, no. get ready for Dragon from, Age. From what it, because I did watch it a little bit, but uh, or like watch the uh, the trailer, but from what people are saying, it's look it's looking like it's gonna be like picking up after like where Dragon Age Inquisition left off. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm excited because usually if they have like you know a C- uh, like they have like the fourth uh, game, which was technically Inquisition. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because there was Dragon Age three. Yeah. So there was technically like that Inquisition. Uh, so that being, this is might be like a second trilogy, so I'm really interested. Cool, cool. Um, we got a new trailer for the new Warhammer game, Warhammer 40k Dark Tide. Ooh, we got a new trailer for it. That's cool. Yep, yep. Um, if you're a fan of Dead Space, uh, the developers put out a trailer for a similar-looking uh, sci-fi survival horror game called The Callisto Protocol, coming 2022. Nice. I Dead Space was really a really fun game. Like, for whenever it first came out, like, it had a lot of, like, innovations to it that were mm-hmm. really cool. Um, I think, like, one of the best ones was um, having the, the your health bar on the back of your... Uh, like character model mm-hmm. i thought that was super cool um yeah, and then they because it up by the second and third one yeah but the we talking about the first one first one was really good yes <laughs> but i thought that was really cool um anything else come out um so uh perfect dark <laughs> we got a perfect dark trailer Okay. Um, and then uh, Sephiroth got revealed. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Back for Blood. Um, is a is basically Left for Dead Three. We got a trailer for a for a survival zombie you know game of that Left for Dead style. Everyone thought hmm. it was Left for Dead Three, but then the title came up. And it was Back for Blood. So basically, if you want it Left for Dead Three, well, jokes on you. You'll probably never get it. Um, but hey, back for back for blood. Um, we'll probably t- fill that fill that space for you. So hopefully, hopefully you do that. Hopefully, hey, hopefully that works. Who who made a or who's the you know the developers for studio? it? 
Uh, well, let me see. Back four. But uh, it is by Turtle Rock Studios. I'm not familiar mm. with Turtle Rock Studios. Oh, they did. Oh, they did Left for Dead. Oh, hey, there we go. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I get it. Okay, so they they were acquired by Valve. Ah, uh, okay. But um, so yes, this is essentially this is essentially Left for Dead Three. Okay. Um, but without it, without it uh, without being called Left for Dead Three. So hey, go get it, get it when it comes out. It'll, if you, the, the, if you like go. Left for Dead games. Eli does not, because they are uh, first person. I'd be in it for playing with people, but I know I'd suck, so... Oh, God. I I would hate, because, like, this is what would happen, Eli. Like, you see, like, there's, like, there's a there's a, uh, a zombie type in Left 4 Dead uh, called the Witch. Yes, I know about the Witch. Okay. Eli, you'd be the one where it's like, hey, uh, like, we tell them, like, hey, everybody be quiet. And like, shut your uh, uh, lights off. There's a witch. What? There's a witch, and then you just start circling around trying to find where the witch is, for whatever reason, and then just shine your light on it, and then start the fight. Yeah, I mean, I gotta see where I'm looking. Uh, yeah, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> My annoyance is <laughs> just growing a little bit. <laughs> and finally, Sefi got revealed for. Um, Smash Brothers as the next fighter. And awesome, awesome. As I said before, he's not my pick. Uh, but I think it'll be fun to play as. I think it'll be cool. Oh yeah, no, for sure. There for aren't sure. there aren't really like there's not really because someone you could try to argue a different villain. Um, but there's not really like. A Final Fantasy villain like Sephiroth. Oh yeah, no, for sure not. Like he, the, he, he just has that impact. Yes, I mean, so the thing with like Final Fantasy is like a lot. There's really only like what two games that have like made a huge impact, and that's uh, Final Fantasy VII in the West, and then what thirteen in. Um, uh, Japan in the east. Yeah, uh, well, that's like like super uh, like relevant in like you know pop culture in that sense. Well, thirteen isn't necessarily pop culture in in Japan uh, on the level that seven is necessarily. Uh, mm-hmm. it, I mean, it, it it is, but it doesn't. It's not like comparable for over here. Uh, oh, okay. Where Final Fantasy VII like shaped a generation, right. um, essentially. But Japan does like uh, thirteen way more than we do over here. Um. But yeah. Okay, because from from my like from my like rough understanding. Now, obviously, I'm not Japanese, right? But from my understanding, I thought that like. 13 was like their version of or their seven and how we view seven you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. It, it is huge in japan 13 is 
Right. But, but like, going back to, like, what I was saying about, like, you know, how Sephiroth is, like, you know, a big character. Like, yes. there's not really, like, you know, villains in uh, the Final Fantasies or, or really even characters too much that, like, super stand out. Yeah, um, because in Final Fantasy, the final there's a final villain, but it's more like a theme. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like like really, but there now there are exceptions uh, to most things. Oh, like, absolutely. And nine, most of those characters aren't really like memorable. Mm-hmm. Like aren't really like well created. And don't get me wrong. Nine's my favorite game, um, but like I, I, you know, it'd be interesting seeing Vivi in uh, Smash. That'd be fun. Well, you might like the Vivi uh, me costume. <laughs> Ooh, it'll be a, uh, a fucking sword fighter. <laughs> Wouldn't it be better on Gunner though? No, he's got the staff. Oh, okay. Alright. So, with that being said, with the more prominent news being out the way, Mm -hmm. um, now we can move on to the game awards. Yeah, I was about to say, who won? So, uh, I'll I'll do the notable ones. uh, The ones that we kind of care about. Mm-hmm. Um, so the one that angered, well, not angered me, it was unsurprising, but it annoyed me because I heard the name. Best Esports went to League of Legends. Woo! <laughs> uh, Best Esports event went to League of Legends World Champions, Lo- yeah. World Championship 2020. Sounds about right. Um, Best Multiplayer Game went to Among Us. That's honestly that doesn't surprise me. No, no, it's it is grown so much. It's gotten into like you know pop culture and like it's so weird. Like whenever like I hear like my my siblings like talking about the game, like just from from my perspective, and and, like I just hear, oh that's pretty sus. That's pretty sus. Like you, that's not cool that you're saying. You're making me (laughs) feel old. It's not cool anymore. You guys know about it. Yeah, when you guys like it's not cool. <laughs> so, best fighting game went to Mortal Kombat 11. Hmm. Um, best family game went to Animal Crossing: New Horizons. Okay. Best RPG went to Final Fantasy 7 Remake. Still haven't played it. Me neither, but I've seen. The, I've seen it. It's good. Have you um, watched like a, a playthrough of it? I have watched a playthrough of it. Mm, I do like I it. I haven't. But I also haven't like, I haven't played. I didn't, I'll be honest, I haven't played fully through 7. So. That's okay. I am interested to play the remake just to play. And like, that'll be kind of like my first playthrough of like 7. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting. Uh, best action game goes to Hades. Ooh, that's super awesome that uh, Hades got that award. Best uh, action adventure game goes to The Last of Us Part 2. Okay. 
Uh, best innovation to ex- in ex- uh, accessibility goes to The Last of Us Part Two. Okay. Uh, best indie game goes to Hades. Yeah. Uh, best ongoing game goes to get this No Man's Sky. <laughs> okay. Hey, you know what they they uh, did pretty well with it when like changing up stuff. Oh no! So. Yeah, they pulled they pulled that shit out the fucking water. Uh, so, like the comeback story of a goddamn century in all honesty <laughs> yeah no, for sure um uh, best performance goes to laura bailey as abby in the last of us part two mm-hmm. best audio design audio design goes to the last of us part two okay best narrative goes to the last of us part two you know, I'm starting to sense like a, a theme. Best game direction goes to <laughs> oh, no. The Last of Us Part 2. Oh, man. Okay. Best art direction goes to uh, not The Last of Us Part 2, but Ghost of Tsushima. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, best music and score goes to Final Fantasy Remake. Final Fantasy 7 yeah. Remake. Yeah. Um, Best debut game goes to Phasmophobia. Phasmophobia is so much fun. They actually had a um uh an update. They added either the this new week place. or last week. Yeah. yeah, they added the uh the prison. Mm-hmm. That's really fun. Best VR slash AR game goes to Half Life Alex. I ha- I haven't played Half Life Alex. I have heard it's really good, but I know nothing about Half Life. So I I know that we need a third a third game, and it'll never come out. Well, there you go. You got it. Just get a VR headset. Yeah. Um, best community support goes to Fall Guys. <laughs> I forgot Fall Guys existed. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, man, they they were a shoe in for um, was it best uh, online multiplayer game? Then Among Us kind of showed up and was like, hey, hey, Fall Guys, yo, our game, sus. Fall Guys, kind of sus. Not gonna lie. <laughs> um. Best mobile game goes to Among Us. Okay, yeah. Um, and the crown on top. The game of the year goes to The Last of Us Part 2. Yeah. Okay. So, um... And the reason why I, I went through the, the went through this is because um, this brought up a very very interesting conversation. Um, one, Last of Us Part Two kind of swept through a lot of the awards. Um, yeah, um, definitely two, a theme. Yes, two. A lot of people don't feel. That Last of Us Part 2 should have won Best Game Direction. Why? Not because people hate the game. No, 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 no. It's because the game was crunched. Like, notoriously crunched. Um, and people... And it's it's said that rewarding the game with... Because, be- you know, when you, when you crunch your team, right? That is a failure on management. Because you have failed to, um, you have failed in the aspect of directing your people properly, 
um, and you have to crunch. It's, it's a failure, mm-hmm. essentially. Uh, you, you have failed in, in leadership if you have to crunch your team. Right. And winning the award is rewarding that type of behavior and telling companies and studios that crunching is the right way to go, which is not true. No, not at all. Um, so that's an that's an interesting, you know, side. Yeah. So people feel I, that I haven't go for. I it, haven't for played, um, you know, Last of Us Part Two. Mm-hmm. So like, I'll I'll be honest. Like, I don't. I haven't. I haven't played the game. I haven't actually like gone too much into like you know. So seeing it, you know what I mean. Yeah. So gameplay wise, it's just The Last of Us. Right. If you played the first one, like, you played the second one, in terms of just raw gameplay, it's the exact same. Right. Okay. Um, story-wise, which is why you're playing it, um, mm-hmm. I like the story. I don't have any problems with the story. Um, without spoiling it, to put it simply, it's basically revenge is a dish best served cold. Um, okay. Or, like, the path to revenge is paved in other people's blood. Stuff like that. It's that type of thing. Okay. Um, you're going on the journey, basically wondering, is revenge really... Like, look at how much you're going through for something like revenge, you know? Is is it worth it at a certain point? When you've got yeah. these pile of bodies behind you, and you've become a monster, is it worth it? It's that type of thing. Right. Um... I think it, it, like, it's a good story. I don't think it's like the greatest thing ever, the end-all be-all. Nor do I think it's like a fucking dumpster fire piece of trash, like some people think. But that's only because they hate women and like not and like non-straight white people. Hmm. Um, do you think it deserved a uh, game of the year? No. In all honesty, I don't. Uh, hmm. I think it should have gone to Hades, because Hades was also nominated for it. Yeah, I I'd agree with that. I think Hades Hades, you know, it checked a lot of good boxes. And like for me, it was it was innovative in like what they did cuz it's it's a roguelite, but mm-hmm. it's a narrative roguelite. Mhm. And it like it it never felt cuz I love roguelite games. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I love roguelite games. Mhm. And you know, there is that, like, that moment, like, whenever you're in a run ends and, like, you go back to the very beginning, you're starting over. That's, like, the whole point of, like, roguelike games, right? Yeah. Um, with Hades, it never felt like I was going back to the beginning. It felt like, like I would continuing. Yeah, no, like, I would die and, like, everything would just keep going. Like, yeah, oh no, I lost to the fucking Bone Hydra, because I hate that boss. It's a dumb boss. And I would die, and then, like, you know, Zagreus would come out. It's like, I'll get you next time, Bone Hydra. And then just go and talk to everybody. Everybody yeah. would have new uh, dialogue, and it felt like the game was still going. Exactly. And, like, you don't see that very often in, like, roguelike games. It's a it, For me, that was a very innovative, mm. you know, way of storytelling because usually when you die you just go back to the beginning and start all the way over but in 80s it felt like genuine like progression every time even when you died Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because everyone had a comment on how you died like a bitch (laughs) yeah fuck you hypnos 
Uh, Hypnos would be like, oh, you died to the Bone Hydra again. You should really work on that. You died to him a lot. It's like, yeah, well, fuck you. Um, then dad just gives you more disappointment. It's like, thanks, Hades. Uh, so <laughs> just just for context, the, the nominees for Game of the Year were uh, Doom Eternal, uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, Animal Crossing, New Horizon, and The Last of Us Part Two. Uh, in all honesty, I think it should have gone to Hades, and if not Hades, Ghost of Tsushima. No, those those are my two. Yeah. Did okay. No, Tsushima did get a. Uh, it got best art uh, direction. Okay. Oh yeah, no, that game's fucking beautiful. Yes. Um, okay. But yeah. I, I I have to look up who who was nominated for nar- narrative, but I don't think Last of Us Part Two should have gotten that either. I think the story the story that it told I think was great, and I think the way they told it was good, um, because it is it is it's revenge, you know, the age old tale of you know revenge. How far are you willing to go for revenge? Mm-hmm. And when you dig deep, there are lots of layers to it. When you dig deep um, into that game. There's a lot there. And mm-hmm. I think the story that is told is good. But there is also just that behind the scenes aspect of those people were crunched. You know, they were put in those trenches to fight with just a helmet and a pistol, basically. Um, and, you know, a lot of people suffered in the making of this game. And I don't think it should be rewarded so heavily, like at least in direction. Because when you do stuff like that, that is a that's a failure on on management part. Mm-hmm. Um, but that being said, though, congrats to the people who who won because you know you you yeah, it's it's acknowledgement of your hard work. Oh yeah, no, for sure. Every game that was like part of this uh, part of the nominees and like part of these awards, they all are good games. Yes, and uh, the people behind them, they did really well with mo- with all of these games. Yes, so that's um, that being said, though Hades was not crunched. Uh, uh, Hades, they treated their people well, um, and they came out yeah, with, no, a, s- with a bomb ass game with like a oh, fraction yeah. of the budget that Last of Us Two had. So, it's you know, it is. I am happy though to see that like a game like hades that was an indie game that was like an early access uh game on uh fucking steam uh got awards though like that is still a huge accomplishment Mm -hmm. so that's that's super awesome absolutely um and hopefully you know uh, uh um what was it what was it um Super Giant. Yeah. Uh, I keep thinking, I was about to say Sucker Punch, and then I was about to say Powerhouse, and then I was about to say uh, Super Super Punch. <laughs> super Punch, Super uh, House. Sucker pu- yeah, yeah. Just, hey, words, you just put one word and another word together, you got a studio. Yeah. But, uh, uh, but Super Giant, you know, they did really well with Hades, and hopefully they oh, move yeah. forward in good directions with that game, and the, their games going uh, forward. Um, Super Giant's really good with with all their games. Yes, I, I Bastion, Transistor, Pyre, mm. and now Hades. 
Oh my goodness. I I am super excited. They're they are shaping up to be a very very well like a well they do games very well. They do games good. Haven't mm-hmm. had a bad game yet, so yeah, they do game they do games good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh but yeah. Um Last of Us Part 2 had a little bit of controversy. Uh and it's, it's, I think it's a good conversation for for game development. Um Oh yeah, no, for sure. Because there are there are those naysayers um, who do talk about how like no crunching is not only good but it's necessary to make a good game. And no. when people say that, just say what about Hades though, right? Or just name off a list of good games from studios that didn't crunch. Uh, Nintendo, as scummy as they are, they don't crunch their people. They yeah. don't. Um, they are known for not crunching their people. And look at how many uh, bangers they've put out. Oh, yeah. No, they make really good games. Yeah. That's why they're, you know, everybody's childhood. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it, it, it's just, it's, something's got to change. We got to change it. Oh, yeah. No, um, for sure. And we, gotta, we have to stop rewarding that type of behavior. And when when that argument was presented, I agree. Last of Us should not have won Best Direction. It shouldn't have. But with that being said, um, yeah, there's there's a lot of like um, things that because all the people that like worked for Last of Us Part or Last of Us Part Two and got all these these awards, uh, they're getting like performance bonuses. Yes, and you know it's it's kind of like a scary thing to think about. Because, like, uh, there's actually, like, you know, something that came up with Cyberpunk. Yes. Um, with their, um, you know, their bonuses. Because, you know, as, as the game came out, everybody's like, oh, there's a lot of bugs in this game. Um, and people were getting worried about, you know, these people who put, you know, almost in one of their decades, almost mm-hmm. a decade of their time into this mm-hmm. game. And because of, like, some, you know bad press or whatever they might not be able to get their um what's it called their bonus for uh performance because the game didn't get enough ratings which i think is a dumb a something dumb to you know have on somebody it's like oh your game didn't didn't do well it didn't get a a 70 on metacritic so uh you don't get your bonus for the year yeah. You know, we, that's, that's kind of dumb. Which does suck. And because, like, Cyberpunk is one of those games that took, like, yeah, like you said, almost a decade to do. But that's a, and that's a lot of games. Like, mm-hmm. that's a lot of game companies. Right? That's just games in general. Games take a long time to make. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially these big AAA games. Well, like, these big games that, yes. like, have, like, a lot, a lot put into them take a long time they take like four to f- four to six years to do at mm-hmm. least and at least as far as like we know about them right right um because like there are some games that be in development for like a decade and we don't find out until like it's last year you know what i mean yeah um so it, it, it is it is a shame it is a shame though on the cyberpunk point i did see a headline saying that cd project red was going to give them their bonus regardless of how yeah. the, how the reviews went yeah they they said 
and I quote, we initially had a bonus system that was focused on the game's ratings and the release date. But after consideration, we believe that measure this measure is simply not fair under the circumstance. So they do acknowledge that, but the fact that that was there in the first place is just asinine, in my opinion. Now, I think it varies from, like, from well, has, uh, my, my thing is I think it varies from company to company. I think each one mm-hmm. does it differently. But I think right. it should, I think how the devs should be paid, if they aren't already, because I don't know, is that they should just get a, a piece of uh, revenue. Mm-hmm. Like royalties? Yeah. Same mm-hmm. thing with like, uh, I, th- I think they probably already do um, in some regards, but it's the same thing with like union voice actors and all that. They, they should get paid a piece of the, a piece of the pie. Yeah. Cause then that, what that does, that incentivizes like everybody who's a part of that, a uh, part of the, you know, the team in making that game. Uh, if we're living in the, in a capital society, which we do, uh, and like, you know, you want to one, make your, you, your dream come true. Right. But you also want to get, you know, paid for your dream. Um, so if you're trying to, you know, make the best game and you do make the best game, you know, you should be rewarded for that. Mm-hmm. And then it even, it even like incentivizes people who may not necessarily like, you know, this, this is a game that I've been, you know, working on for my life. Like, this is an idea that I've had for two decades or whatever. Uh, maybe it's just this random guy. The random guy is still going to put as, uh, as much effort as, you know, he really wants to. Because, like, to him it's just a job. But mm-hmm. if he's getting, like, a little bit more because, hey, the game if the game's, like, really good, he's probably going to put more effort into it. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So, it's... I don't know. It's It's a... It's a tough spot because, like, corporations aren't going to just willingly hand over money. Because, uh, like, at the end of the day, these games are products. Yep. So. And they appeal to shareholders. Right. Not you, the player. As yeah. much as they as much as they say otherwise, it's not about you, the uh, the the consumer. It's partly about the consumer, but it's mostly about those shareholders because that's where mm-hmm. the money comes from. You know, for sure. Um, so, but, you know, Game Awards happened. We got some good stuff coming. Uh, it was. I, I'm actually ex- excited, though. Yeah! There's a lot, of, a lot of fun games that have been shown um, that we talked about that I'm, you know, super excited. Dragon Age and Mass Effect are, you know, my personal favorites. Yeah! But... I'm excited though. It was kind of it was kind of like a like a like E3, you know, E3 without E3, you know. Yeah, what's E3? Isn't E3 no longer a thing? I mean, well, it's not that it's no longer a thing. It was just it was just canceled. Yeah, E3 was just canceled because we, yeah. we can't do that. And the reason why people were saying that E3 might not be a thing anymore is because um, the E3 was already on a like decline before. Mm-hmm. Um, Nintendo, uh, not Nintendo, Sony pulled out like two years in a row. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nintendo wasn't even showing up in person anymore. They were just making like, uh, they weren't like making in-person press conferences. They were just making, um, directs. Yeah. 
Um, so people were thinking like, so what's, what's the, if Nintendo and Sony are just doing their own thing, what's the point of E3 anymore? And Microsoft yeah. was kind of like, kind of sniffing around like, yeah, that's a, that's a good point. That's so point. why am I here? Yeah. So it's like, so, uh, there was kind of just rumblings that like E3 just might be on a huge decline. Um, mm-hmm. and the fact that they canceled it, um, this, uh, this past this time and most likely will again next year um there's a chance that e3 just might not come might back. not come back yeah because it's forcing everyone to be digital and once they figure out that that's, it's a lot cheaper and a lot easier to do there's no point in e3 anymore yeah um and really since when the internet started really picking up there, was, there wasn't a point in E3 before anyway. Uh, and the E3 as an event was apparently from uh, some inside people. It's kind of not the best anyway. So mm-hmm. it's kind of one of those good riddance type feelings, I suppose. But yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, like all these, all these games, they're going to get their information out to us regardless like oh. all these these game companies you know what i mean yeah so we're not really losing too much yeah okay so i okay so i i have okay so i have the nominations i found it um okay. oh best sim slash strategy game winner was a uh, microsoft flight simulator it was cool. a to- it was a toss between crusader king 3 desperados 3 gears tactics and XCOM Chimera Squad and Microsoft Flight Simulator was one of them and took it. Okay, well this this is dumb now because um, Crusader Kings is the best um, out of those those nominations. I haven't played Desperado, but yeah. Uh, best RPG, yeah, it was Final Fantasy VII Remake. Out of that, mm-hmm. Genshin Impact, Persona Five Royale, Wasteland Three, and Yakuza Like a Dragon. I think Yakuza, like a dragon, should have taken it, but that's just me. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, best action adventure game. Um, it was between Ass Creed Valhalla, Ghost of Tsushima, Miles Morales, uh, Spider-Man, uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, a game that I completely forgot existed. Um, and Last of Us Part 2, and Last of Us Part 2 took it. And there's a funny, I, I, I don't know if you were the one who showed me, uh, the, like, moment, or, like, how arrows work in, um, Assassin's Creed of Valhalla. hmm Did uh, you show me that? I don't think I did. Okay, there was, there was, like, a, a comparison i can't i think it might have been like from the people at rooster teeth that did like a a video of it but mm-hmm. they showed like you know how arrows affected you in um uh like one of the older games either the first one or the second one mm-hmm. and it's like you get hit by an arrow and you basically just ragdoll and fucking get knocked down like wherever you are, if you're like on the on the roof or whatever, and you get shot by an arrow, you just fall off the air <laughs> off the roof. And like die. arrows are a big deal. Yeah. 
And then in Valhalla, like the guy is just sitting on a post and like three people are shooting arrows and he's just taking them. Just, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, and he's just sitting there and it's just like, just a funny moment between the two. Cause they both get, they both are being played like at the same time mm. in the video. <laughs> best, so that's, best action game was a toss between Doom Eternal, Hades, Half-Life Alex, Neo 2, and Streets of Rage 4. Hades was the winner. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Oh, absolutely. Like, Doom Eternal is cool, but I mean, it's just Doom. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I like Doom. I, it's a very fun, you know, stress-relieving game. Absolutely. Um... But I don't think like Doom Eternal. I haven't played, mm. but I don't think it would, you know, top Hades. Genshin Impact's on mobile. Yeah, I didn't know it was a mobile Gen- game. Yeah, it's everywhere. It's a gacha game, man. I know it's a gacha game. I thought the appeal was that it was on, it was a gacha game on console. Nah, I mean that is an appeal, but it's also you know. You know the the most gotcha game. Most gotcha games are on mobile. Yeah, I so know they're that. gonna go for that market. Okay, well, so. fuck that. <laughs> don't you you like gotcha games? No, I don't. I don't uh-huh, play sure. gotcha games. Sure, you don't. Because I don't want to get addicted. Uh huh. Sure. Is that what you say about like um what's it called? Super Smash Bros. Uh, Ultimate, the uh, Spirit Journey, or whatever the part of the game is. Oh, I mean, that's di- I don't invest <laughs> I, real I know, money. I know you, you. It's not actually a gotcha game, but it how is. you described it <laughs> all the time. I mean, it kind of is a gotcha game. It's just you don't need to use real money for it. <laughs> oh my goodness! Um, well, what else was there? Yeah, okay, so my my thing, and this is a controversial take, but uh, mm-hmm. best indie game was between Carrion, Fall Guys, Hades, Spelunky 2, and Spiritfarer. Uh, I love Spelunky 2. I love Spelunky. Spelunky's good. Um, mm-hmm. And if I had to choose between it and Hades? <laughs> Wait, for which one? Best indie game. Oh... Because there was also Spiritfarer. I've never played Spiritfarer. Spiritfarer is so good. Is it? Oh, it is so good. It, it it's it's a um you know it's a two D game that it like had it's it's just a, it, it it's a it's a game where like you're basically like a spirit you're you're a Spiritfarer. You have spirits on this boat, and you're building your boat. And just helping these spirits like cross over, and it doesn't really it doesn't have combat or anything like that. Like you're, it's really just you know talking to these people to these spirits and like learning more about their lives and helping them cross over to the point where you can give them on to allow them to go to the next stage and mm. their afterlife. But it's so you know, fun and interesting just to play. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. That's a tough, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. Cause I, I I don't, I haven't played Spelunky. I love Spelunky. Oh my God. I suck at it, but I love it. 
I also find it funny that Carry On, uh, it was Carrion, right? Yeah. That was uh, um, nominated as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that that game's fun. I I'm, I find it funny that it was nominated. Oh, here's some. Uh, games for Impact. It okay. was between If Found, uh, Kentucky Route Zero, TV Edition, Spiritfarer, Tell Me Why, uh, and Through the Darkest Times. Uh, Tell Me Why won. I have never heard of any of those games. I only knew one of those games. Yeah. <laughs> and that was Spiritfarer. <laughs> usually, usually when Games for Impact comes around for the Game Awards, I never hear of any of those games before. So I haven't heard of any of these five games. That's so straight. I, because like, what was what is that award even for? Like, it's for like games that like have made a huge impact on the like gaming industry. No, no, I'm assuming it's like emotional impact. You know. Oh, okay, okay. Because a couple years ago, it was what was it, Bennett Foddy and it, uh, whatever. What was it? It, uh, it was what? It was what, Eli? <laughs> Bennett Foddy? <laughs> you mean in memory of Edith Finch? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, are you eating? Are you eating something? No. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. You know, that game was amazing. Wait, you still haven't played it, have you? No. I already forgot his name. What was it? Um, Edith Finch? It was a woman. Yeah. Yeah, in, in memory of Edith Finch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You still haven't played that game, no, have you? No, I haven't. Oh my god, Eli. Alright, well, you can't play it without me now. So because... it's, it's games with emotional impact. Oh, that game was so good. It made me cry so much. Never, never heard of it before you guys were talking about it. Oh, man. Cause it was it was whenever Scienta was living with me, yeah, and like he got it on on my computer, yeah, and uh, you know so I I played it because I wanted to play it, mm-hmm. and I played it in one sitting, and I remember him coming back, and I was just crying, wow, and he's like, "What's wrong?" I was like, "I finished Edith Finch," and then he started crying with me. <laughs> And we just had a moment together. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Um, best ongoing games. Um, it was between Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Call of Duty Warzone, Fortnite, and No Man's Sky. And No Man's Sky 1. I, I thought know. it was going to go to Fortnite. I, I would have thought so too. But hey. You go, No Man's Sky. I guess people did like play enough in No Man's Sky. I, I swear it was going to go to Fortnite. I thought it was going to go to Fortnite. Yeah, no. It, that, but, I would have I thought as well. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Game Awards happened. We got some games. Uh, it was cool. It was a, I didn't see the whole event. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was it was a neat little neat little thing. Not much was different aside from like no audience. You know what I mean? It was basically the same. Yeah. Um, which I guess is why they did it. 
Um, they had yeah. a, they had a, quite a few like uh, appearances from people. Like I think what was this? Uh, St- uh, Stephen Miller, Stephen Miller from ESPN showed up to present uh, esports. And cool. uh, he's the guy from the, you. You know who he is. He's the guy from the memes. Oh, I'm sorry, Stephen Smith. Stephen A. Smith. He's the guy from the memes. Um, you know the. Uh, I'm having a very bad day. You know that that yeah, yeah <laughs> he's yeah. that guy. <laughs> that's, or the, that's dope. Or the uh, or the we don't care. <laughs> uh, I love I love those memes so much. Oh yeah, though. the memes memes are memes are great, man. He's memes a very great. Uh, he's a very emotional dude, which I can appreciate. Very meme worthy. Uh, yeah. He's six one. I thought he was short as hell. <laughs> I thought he was like a short dude. No, he's six one. Interesting. You still, you still look down at him. Though. Yeah, but like he's way taller than I expected him to be. Yeah. I thought he'd yeah. be like five five or something like that. He like he just looks like that. On he gives he gives off short people vibes. Um, gives off short people vibes. Yeah, from the memes. <laughs> what? Just, just how you say it. Just short people vibes. What do you, I mean, it, it's true. He does. Yeah, e- Eli. Doesn't everybody give you short people? Oh vibes? my god! Not really. No, you don't give me short people vibes. Cause... For for our listeners, hopefully you're still with us as we're still rambling on, but. Uh, Eli is what six eight six foot now? eight inches yes six foot eight inches. Uh, I don't know if we've said that before, but you know I'm I'm five nine. You know I tell people I'm five ten sometimes to make my feel myself feel a little bit better. Um, but you know I'm I'm average, and then our other friend is like five foot even, so it's like small, medium, large. Yeah. <laughs> so I just it's just funny to me short people vibes I, do I give you short people vibes Eli? no no I said it already you don't give me short people vibes but okay. uh but you know he, he just he just gives me short people vibes hmm. cause when he's like cause just when the when the meme goes I am having a bad day you know what I mean like, yeah yeah <laughs> come on now <laughs> like come on <laughs> yeah he's hilarious though i like i don't i don't know if he's an asshole or anything like that i have no idea i'll be honest i don't know too much about him yeah just but from the memes though his, his memes are his reaction memes are funny <laughs> uh i laugh every time when someone makes a bad take and i just see his thing we don't care <laughs> <laughs> oh man um you know there's another game that's uh uh coming out pretty soon Ooh, i like games yeah um i don't know it's a it's a narrative game okay um from the uh, studio Fulbright. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. Maybe. Uh, they had a game called Gone Home in 2013. Mm, okay, okay, okay. And uh, Tacoma in 2017. And they are coming out with a new game uh, called Open Roads. Yeah, okay. Yeah, where they... Um, this is their little like official description... 
is in open roads, players will experience the story as 16-year-old Tess Devon on a road trip with her mother, Opal, to discover what has been, what has been left behind in a evoc- evocative, evocative, I'm bad with words, places forgotten to time. Together, they'll explore a series of long-abandoned family properties, unearthing a mystery much darker than either of them imagined. Opal and Tess's relationship has never been easy. In their search, they'll discover not just the truth they've been seeking, but each other. Caitlin Dever voices the role of Tess, and Carrie Russell voices the role of her mother, Opal. So, you know, honestly, I'm actually interested in this game. I bet. Um, So, I I never played uh, Gone Home. Me neither. Um... But I did play Tacoma. Okay. And Tacoma, it was a very, um, you know, interesting game. Because, like, it, it was it was a narrative, like, walking simulator game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I have, a, like, I love those kind of games. I'll be honest. Those games are really fun for me. Um, just walking through. And as, the, as you're, like, going through places, the, uh, the story kind of just, you know, shows up. And in that game, basically, what you do, like, as you're going through, you'd go into a new room and, like, holograms. It was a it was a sci-fi game. Right. And uh, you would go into a room and, like, holograms of the, um, you know, the crew before this terrible, uh, um, you know, negative thing happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, terrible accident. And you're basically trying to like piece together what happened to the crew and stuff like that. And it's just it's really cool because like the characters will like go into the other rooms and like they'll go into like the the office, right? Right. And, but the office is locked, so you have to find the key. And then when you find the key, then you can rewind the um, the hologram, and then you can hear what they're saying. Because now you have the key to the office. So it was really cool, really well done. Um, I enjoyed it a lot. Had it was fa- it was really compelling. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm interested to see what this open roads game. There is a uh, what's it called? A video or a, a trailer for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it looked it looked uh, you know it looked interesting. It looked like. Like the, because they're they're on the road, you know. That's kind of like the idea is like a, a um, road trip, right? Um, and like on the outside, like the trees and stuff like that, it looked like it was like in game, like an in game, just normal, just trees and stuff. But then like it showed like the character and looked almost comic book. So it was interesting. I don't know. I'm 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 curious. Well, looking forward to it. Yeah, we don't have. I don't think we have a release date, but we know that it's coming, and that's what matters. Hmm. Um. In shows. Ooh. Okay. I didn't so, realize you were bringing news to the table. I was Eli. I was. Okay. Um. So you know. As we've we've discussed on this show or on this podcast, um, you know, both Eli and I, we 
love Chadwick Boseman, the late Chadwick Boseman. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, you know, the Marvel Studios actually, you know, talked about, you know, what they're going to do with uh, Black Panther. Yes. And they actually, um, they will not be recasting uh, for Black Panther. Yes. So they they won't be like trying to put somebody else in, um, you know, T'Challa. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm interested to see like, you know, how they're going to like do the second movie because isn't the second movie still coming out? The second movie uh, started production like not too yeah, long this... ago. Yes. Yeah. So I so what they said. Uh, Bozeman's portray- uh, portrayal of T'Challa, the Black Panther, is iconic and transcends any iteration of the character in any other medium from Marvel's past, and it's for that reason that we will not react react the character. Marvel Studios head Kevin Fe- Kevin Feige said during the pre- uh, presentation. Kevin Feige. Oh, Kevin Feige. Him. That guy. I'm bad with names. So, but yeah. So, interesting. There's still, it uh, looks like they're going to be like still exploring the world of Wakanda and the, all those characters. So, yes. I'm, I'm still going to watch it. Speaking speaking of Disney. Mm-hmm. Um, Disney announced hours. I mean, literal hours hours of content for disney plus um and just like when disney plus uh was first uh introduced and came out and we saw the the endless list of uh of uh of shows and movies that they have under their belt we Mm -hmm. once again saw that disney is probably a little too big (laughs) yeah they we're getting what i think we're getting like two new star hold on hold on hold on on. um but we're getting we're getting a lot Mm -hmm. um uh, i'm looking it up okay so I'm always like worried whenever like i i don't hear you for like a second that like we're cut you're cutting out yeah i i yeah i'm uh I'm, I'm looking it up now. Oh, okay. We're get, Disney announced 52 things coming to Disney+. Plus. Jesus Christ. 52 shows slash movies. All coming from Marvel, uh, Star Wars, um, and other, and just Disney in general. Just Disney, Disney shows? Yeah. Damn. So, one thing I know off the top of my head, um, we're getting, what was it, what was it? Okay, so from Lucasfilms, we're getting a, we're getting two new Star Wars shows, both spinoffs of The Mandalorian. Um, It's going to be called Rangers of the New Republic and Ahsoka. Okay. Um, We're also getting Star Wars The Bad Batch. Um, which is going to be a series from the Clone Wars branch. Um, it'll be animated. Um, okay. That'll be also on Disney+. Plus. We're getting Star Wars Ondor, 
um, starring Rogue One's uh, Diego Luna, which is coming 2022. Um, hmm. We're getting a uh, we're getting an Obi Wan Kenobi show. Because why not? I mean, we're getting hey. we're getting a we're getting another show called A Droid Story or a project called A Droid Story, which will feature a new hero alongside R two D two and C three PO. Um, Lando is getting a new series. Um, and Star Wars Visions, which is going to be an anime anthology that's also coming. Man. But wait! That's not all. We're getting, uh... I think... What is it? What is it? What is it? We're getting a uh, another Star Wars movie called Rogue Squadron, which is coming. Rogue Squad, which is coming um, 2023. Um, Why does that sound familiar? Rogue Squadron. Yeah, because that was a game. Wasn't there a wasn't there a Star Wars movie that we watched that was before? Um, Episode seven. Yeah, it was Rogue One. Rogue One. Is it is it going after that? I don't think we don't know. Okay. Uh, we just know that Wonder Woman's 1984's director Patty Jenkins will be directing this movie, um, and Taika Watiti, which is one of my favorite directors of recent times, um, is going to be directing a untitled Star Wars movie that's that. Uh, that was first announced in May. That's coming. You know, Disney paid a lot of money to get Star Wars, and they're gonna they're gonna get their money back if they haven't already. Yeah, if they haven't already, but they're they're getting their money's value out of having that name because God, that's so, a lot of titles uh, for Marvel. <laughs> We got trailers for WandaVision, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and the first look at Loki. You know, I saw I saw something about that. I didn't actually look at it. I didn't look at Loki. Um, we got information on uh, Hawkeye, um, which will be premiering in late fall 2021. Cool. We got information on What If, the animated series from Marvel Studios that will be feature voice acting of many Marvel Cinematic Universe actors. Um, and we also got a look, a trailer of the series. Okay. Feige also announced three new series is coming to uh, Disney Plus. Ironheart. Uh, which is, if you, if for those who don't know, it is uh, the Iron Man successor, Riri Williams. Okay. Um, Armor Wars, um, which uh, examines one of Tony Stark's biggest fears and stars Don Cheadle, who is reprising his role as uh, Colonel James Rhodey Ro- Rhodes um, in Secret Invasion. Ooh. Yes. Okay. Um, well, is that is that for the Secret Wars? Yes, the previously rumored Nick Fury-led series uh, that will see Samuel L. Jackson reprise his role as S.H.I.E.L.D. director alongside 
Ben uh, Metelson's uh, Scroll Shapeshifter Talos. So oh. I guess we're getting Secret Wars. Anyway, I don't know how the fuck they're going to pull that off. I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, Marvel. I'm just here to watch. Marvel Studios uh, Chief Kevin Feige also gave uh, casting updates on the already announced Moon Knight, She-Hulk, and Miss Marvel uh, series. Um, they talked more about Captain Marvel 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, they talked about uh marvel studios is working on a new guardians of the galaxy holiday special for disney plus that will be coming out in 2022 that will be directed by none other than james gunn the special this special will uh this special film will uh will be alongside the upcoming guardians guardians of the galaxy volume three that's also directed by gunn and he also announced that there will be a wave of i am Groot. Uh, specials, short films that star none other than Groot. Dope. As you said before, uh, Feige confirmed that uh, Black Panther 2 will not recast the late Chadwick Boseman. Mm -hmm. Um, And it is still on track for July 2022. Okay. Uh, The third Ant-Man film called Ant-Man and the Wasp uh, Quantum Mania is officially in development. Hmm. Man, they got a lot going on. Uh, Quantumania will also introduce Jonathan Majors as Kang the Conqueror, one of Marvel's biggest villains. Alright. I'll be honest, I don't know. That's okay, though. Me neither. So, he might not be that big. Anyway. Uh... (laughs) Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness will tie into both the upcoming WandaVision and Sony and Marvel's third Spider-Man movie. The studio also confirmed that Benedict Cumberbatch's Doctor Strange will be appearing in the unnamed Spider-Man sequel. Cool. And finally, Marvel Studios has confirmed that they are working on a new Fantastic Four movie. Oh, was this like the third version? Yes, this will be the third iteration. The third go at it. Hopefully, they'll fuck this up. Hey, third time's the charm, right? So, and finally, Disney and Pixar. They have a. They have talked. Disney has talked about that they are working on Raya and the Last Dragon, which will premiere on March fifth, two thousand twenty-one. Um, that will be in. That will release on Disney Plus and a couple theaters, because you know. Mm-hmm. Baymax. Eli, you. You scared me for a second. What do you mean? Because, like, whenever you said Disney and Pixar, I thought you were like, yep, Disney now owns Pixar. I thought that was about to happen. They do I, own Pixar. I, do they? Oh, Yeah, they dumb. super own Pixar. Oh, I'm dumb as fuck, dude. <laughs> My bad. I thought I thought for some reason, I thought Pixar was, uh, you know, independent like from the, no. the mega corporation that no. is uh, Disney. They, they bought them, like, around, they bought them, like, like the first Toy Story, like that was oh, that was their first okay, movie okay. under Disney. So so Pixar is just like a name. It's just a different name, a subsidiary. Yeah. Like no one like you don't you don't realize is owned by Disney until it's too late. Yeah. Pixar Pixar is the shows. bottom bitch of Disney. <laughs> um, it just says okay. Exactly. Hey, oh. make this movie. All right. 
uh, Baymax will be a series based on Big Hero 6 that's coming on uh, in early 2022. Cool. Zootopia Plus, which is a series based on, you guessed it, Zootopia, which will be coming in spring 2022. Hmm. My personal favorite, Tiana, based on The Princess and the Frog, will be premiering on Disney Plus in 2023. That's cool. Yes. She doesn't get... She... Definitely needs more than the love, I think. Absolutely. She doesn't get as much. Not at all. Uh, Disney said, here's your black one. We're moving on. <laughs> God, that's a, that's a lot of titles to just We're not drop. done yet. Uh, yeah. We're not that's... done yet. Uh, a long-form uh, musical comedy series for Moana is hitting Disney Plus in 2023. Uh, okay. Encanto, a new a new movie set in Colombia, written by Lin Manuel Miranda, is set, is in development. And for those who don't know who Lin Manuel Miranda is, Adam, uh, he is Alex, he is uh, Alexander Hamilton. Oh hey, I like Alexander Hamilton. That was that was his play. Oh, that's cool. Uh, Iwaju is a long. Uh, I have no idea if I pronounced that right. So. Iwaju, or Iwahu, or I don't, I don't know. I'm going to stop. An original long-form series made in partnership of with uh, Kugali Media is premiering in, on Disney Plus in 2022. Mm-hmm. And now, in terms of Pixar, so that was just Disney animation. Uh, everyone's playing Cyberpunk. I just got, like, three notifications of people playing Cyberpunk. Oh, yeah, no, everybody. Every, I, like, I just see them all the time. <laughs> everybody plays Cyberpunk. That's um, great. It's the weekend. People aren't working. Cyberpunk. Um. Fuck. Uh, the newest. <laughs> uh, the newest Spark Shorts episode, Burrow, arrives on Disney Plus on December twenty fifth of this year. Pixar popcorn featuring iconic Pixar characters starts streaming in January of next year. Uh, All right. Doug Days, a new series featured the beloved dog. Doug from Up premieres in fall 2021. You know, that's what I need. That's what I need. Hi, I'm Doug. Hi there. <laughs> Hi there. I have just met you, and I love you. Um, <laughs> a new Cars series, because everyone just wants more Cars. No. Following Lightning McQueen and Mater is coming uh, to Disney Plus in fall 2022. Why? Win or Lose, Pixar's first original long-form animated series is about a middle school softball team, and it's coming to Disney Plus in fall 2023. Hmm. Now in terms of Pixar movies, God. Okay. Luca, a movie set in, uh, in Italy about a boy named, you guessed it, Luca, will hit theaters in, Jan- in June uh, 2021 Lightyear an origin story of Buzz Lightyear who will be voiced by Chris Evans is hitting the theaters in summer 2022 I saw something about that uh, yeah I don't know why Buzz Lightyear is voiced by Chris Evans and not um, Tom Tom Hanks but uh, sure I guess uh, seems like someone kind of fucked up in their paperwork yeah but uh, usually those moments yeah Apparently, apparently, 
this will the movie uh, okay so follow me on this okay so if you're you remember buzz lightyear right i do remember buzz lightyear do you remember that buzz lightyear had a tv show yes apparently the movie lightyear will be based on the tv show so why not just make a tv show shut up um turning red about a a movie a pixar movie about a 13 year old i don't think i want to continue (laughs) uh (laughs) turning red a pixar movie about a 13 year old girl going through puberty that transforms into a giant red panda when she gets excited is in development. What the fuck? That's some big mouth shit, bro. <laughs> what? Um, Moving on. Uh, that was the last one, funny enough. Um, so, yeah. Disney has... 52 new uh, series is coming over the next couple years. Um, And like I said before, it lets everybody take a step back, look at the gigantic fucking mountain high pillar that is Disney. They own so much shit. Oh, yeah, no. And while... If we got to that point in, like, Cyberpunk or The Outer Worlds, like, you know, because whenever you're playing those games, it's like, oh, man, this is weird, like, Spacer's Choice uh, name and stuff like that. You know, Disney's going to be one of those in our timeline. Yeah, no, no, it's, it's so, it's so sad because those things aren't far from reality anymore, Mm -mm. like at all. Hey, I'm ready for the power armor suits that have that or the power armor suits with the helmets that have the Mickey Mouse uh, ears. No, on. no, 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 no! Fuck that! I'm ready to do some corporate raids, my dude. I'm ready. <laughs> Down with the corpse! Like honestly, I'm ready. I don't care about the power. No, 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 no! I don't care about the power armor. I'm ready power for the. So I'm good. ready for Shadow Run, dude. I'm ready for the. Uh, I. I will be a street samurai. I'm ready. <laughs> oh, I'm ready. Eli, Eli, you and I both know you die here super quick. Oh, yeah, no, I'm not going to be like an actual street samurai. I'm going to be like a fucking <laughs> like mechanic or something. I don't know. I'm not going to be the front lines. Uh, I need a crew. Uh, Eli, you'd be a shaman. Yes. Fuck yeah, <laughs> Shamans dude. are the best, bro. Cause I'd be just summoning shit. Yeah. Arise from the trash, trash <laughs> spirit, <Arise>, trash elemental. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I would super that. Yes, I would be a shaman. That that is my realm. <laughs> Arise, trash demon. Fight my enemies. Oh, you died. So. Oh, I forgot. I'm I'm a low level shit shaman. 
and they do absolutely nothing. Or, or even worse, where it's like, oh no, I'm too low level. The spirit doesn't listen to me. Oh yeah, yeah. Whenever you summon, like, because you can summon like a stronger spirit, but it lowers the amount of like a uh, chance that you have to controlling it. Yeah. So it's like, oh. So it just oops. attacks everybody. Oh no. Arise, trash demon. No, I am not the trash demon. <laughs> ah! <laughs> oh so, man. Be sure to like look back and just it's so much. While I'm oh, excited yeah. for a couple of these things, like genuinely excited, I am also very fearful because like holy shit. Disney owns too much stuff. Hey, I'm just I'm just ready for Disney pharmaceuticals. Once that happens, sales is over. So like, because there's this common argument of like capitalism, you know, like this type of thing breeds competition. Mm-hmm. And my rebuttal is, but where's the competition if everything you consume is from the same source? Yeah. Though. Right? It, it's got, it's going to get to the point where like the movie industry is Disney industry and movies are a subset of Disney. Yeah, no, cuz like cuz back when when you know we could go to the outside world and uh oh. theaters existed. I know they're ancient now. But like when you look Derelict. when you look at the now playing sign all of if not like majority of the films up there all linked back to Disney. Mm-hmm. You had your Star Wars, your Marvels, the Disney like animated film up at the time, and then a couple movies that like weren't Disney necessarily, but it linked back to them. Mm-hmm. So like, or you know, a DC film, but like we already know how those are going to do. Yeah, Warner Brothers and stuff like that. Yeah. So like, it, it, it's holy shit. But hey, I'm just ready for Warner Brothers to come out and be like, yeah, we got a movie coming. Yeah, yeah, we do. Oh my god. I mean, by the time Warner Brothers is like, hey, we're going to start buying shit, there's going to be nothing left. Oh man, it's like a game, it's, it's a literal game of Monopoly, but everybody has like been stuck in jail for like the past six turns. <laughs> while Disney's just buying all the properties. The way the way I see it, it's less like Monopoly, but imagine if you will a game of hungry hungry hippos, right? Hungry hungry hippos. Uh and you're so say you're pumping your you're you're pumping your pink hippo, right? You're pumping mm-hmm. the button and it's jammed. And then you look over to the yellow one, their button's jammed too. Then you look over at the blue one, and their button's jammed too. And then you see the red one right across from you, and he's just just mashing the button, unjammed, taking up all the marbles. And then right when right when there's like one marble left, all the buttons unjam. But the red hippo, he's tilting the fucking board over to him <laughs> so that the marble rolls to his side. <laughs> hey. Don't hate the player, hate the game. Oh, shut up. (laughs) So, like, it's fucked. We gotta, like... And then if, if, say, you're Amazon, and you don't want to, like, go vertically, you go horizontally and just buy shit from 
other industries. Yeah. Jesus. Hey. I I'm down for like, you know, having a power armor with the big Disney. I'm down. Let's go wreck some corpse shit. <laughs> Uh, other stuff that's uh, coming out. Oh, there's more. Um, oh yeah, yeah. There's more. Well, not a, not as much as Disney. Well, this is a long episode. Um, I thought we were done. Yeah, this is, this is a long episode. We've we've had a lot of stuff happen. Um, so I don't know if you've seen uh the Intun Chronicles. If I seen what? One more it's time? on the Intun. I N D H U N. I'm not. probably saying the name wrong. It's a uh, a series that's on Netflix that I think is a, it's it looked like an anime I'm pretty sure, mm-hmm. um, but it's season or it's part two is coming out January eighth. So and that it's actually it actually looks pretty interesting. Um, Cobra Kai season three uh, will be coming to Netflix in January. Have you seen uh, Cobra Kai? No, I haven't. Apparently, it's pretty darn good. Apparently, it is pretty darn good. Um, that's what I've heard as well. Um, but, you know, I haven't seen it. And it was, you know, showing on, um, what, YouTube Red? Yes! Okay, I thought I was going fucking crazy. Because I could have sworn it was on YouTube Red. It, yeah, it, it started out on YouTube Red. But now it's on Netflix, and uh, the third season's going to be coming on Netflix, and the other two seasons are on Netflix as well. So, we'll probably watch that. Probably. Um, and then, um, the movie uh, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom will be coming out Friday. This coming up Friday, which is... The 18th of December uh, will be coming on to Netflix. Now, it did show in November, like I think November 25th or something like that. It was in theaters, but theaters aren't really a thing. So, hey, go ahead and watch it. Um, it look or Watch it this coming week. Uh, it is uh, Chadwick Boseman's final performance. Um, so I'm, I want to just see it just because of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So really interested. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. Is that, is that the episode? It seems like that's the episode. I'm sure there's stuff that we've missed that has come out, but you know, this episode's already almost three hours. So if there's something we missed, we'll talk about it next time. It'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. So, Eli, do you want to do the outro? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, once again, we are the Yelling in the Distance podcast. Uh, you can find us over on uh, on Twitter at um, at at Yelling underscore in. Um, you can find us on Spotify, uh, Amazon podcast, uh, wherever your podcast enjoyment is. Uh, we will likely be there, and if not. Tell us, and then we'll be there. And then you can listen to us there. Um, 
uh, it's a little late because we're at the end now, but we are an explicit podcast. We swear a lot. So just to remind you, little Timmy, uh, you're at the end, but um, hey, you made it. Uh, you made it and your parents didn't find you. And if you're the parents, little Timmy, go easy on him. He's just a kid. Um, I think with that being said, we have an episode. So get out there, uh, avoid glitches and bugs, and take down some corpo shit. Yeah.